Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports! Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports. Come into our shop. Actually, don't come in. Covid's still around. But stand at the glass and glass windows. Look at all our lovely gifts. Our Roland gifts, that is. He's back! <laughs> and so are we. I'm Claire. <laughs> Joining me are Brad and Tammy. It Hooray! took me way Yo. too long to get right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was so excited. I was like, oh, he is the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> He drives me crazy. (laughs) So I'm so excited to talk about this episode. And this is just Mm -hmm. part one. (laughs) This is just part one. So, um, and that's all we're covering today. We did not do double dukes. Although I really did feel like watching the next episode. I was like, okay, I cannot wait to watch the next one. So uh, this is Unholy Alliance part one. Mm. Claire, why don't you do a 60 second summary for us? Why me? (laughs) All right, right, I guess. No <laughs> All of our names. Like, and uh, hold on. I'm going into this fucking app because I want to make sure Claire is in here. <laughs> no, that's why I, I hacked it. <laughs> no, I'm just going to like... Okay, I don't believe that. <laughs> you thought I didn't have any any tech skills, but you are uh, wrong. Claire, can you check and make sure you're recording at the right rate, by the way? Uh, 44100. All right. All Whoa. Right. Just checking. Nice. Checking on your tech <laughs> skills. Uh, yeah, see? I could absolutely have hacked your app. Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right. Sure. <laughs> um, one second, because I am... Yeah, my name's in there. My name, my, my other name, which is Tammy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's very slow. Mm-hmm. She drives me crazy. Wait, what is the deal? Alright, all of our names are theoretically in a device that I can't mm-hmm. get into the app for. Um, including Claire's. Nope. <clears throat> Alexa, open 60 second summary. Okay, let me pick Brad. Yeah! Oh my god! Like, how? How? There's, this is this is fucking crime. <laughs> this is an absolute fucking crime. I, okay, Alexa didn't call my name, but now when Alexa calls your name, I'm equally irritated. Yeah. <laughs> needs to start calling players. Usually I would feel relief, but no, I am still irritated. <laughs> Oh, I'm so. And Claire's name is in here. I just got into the website. Uh, I'll never be called. Claire has half as many times as you, Brad. Half, (laughs) fifty percent of the time. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. All right. Jeez. All right. Claire. I'm going to I'm going to make sure somehow Brad, you get it. Do you, do you know what? Somewhere. I'll jump on that grenade for you, Brad. Okay. If you really want me to. Yeah, I yeah. do. <laughs> You're like get on that grenade, no. bitch. Get on that goddamn grenade, motherfucker. We've been I'm waiting forever. I'm out of limbs. I'm just a puddle. <laughs> Get, get get on that Xavier St. Cloud grenade. Oh, oh. <laughs> oh no. All right. Okay. All right, Claire. <laughs> Thank you for finally taking your medicine. Um, <laughs> please take a moment. Collect your thoughts. About what happened in this episode? What were people doing? What were they wearing? What was going I don't on? Remember. Um, mm-hmm. How the what accents fuck? did they speak with? <laughs> so what were they wearing? How? What were? What were their voices? What? 
the fuck. Uh, whatever you need to discuss this episode in as much detail as possible without going over one minute or ridiculously under because then you would be a woodland chess playing cosplay chump. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I want to do that. It's my dream. <laughs> Well, follow your dreams. <laughs> I believe in you, and you'll be going in three, two, one, go. Okay, Xavier St. Cloud is back, or is it, as someone calls him, a Xavier? So, <laughs> it's one or the other, who knows? He's driving immortals crazy, because he's killing them, because he's got all these little goons, they're machine gunning them, and then he's chopping their heads off. Oh no, also, Horton is alive. Horton, here's a who, he's creeping in and peeping around. Uh, meanwhile, we get a flashback of Duncan and this other guy having an accent off in the woods. I don't know what they said in this scene. I'm hoping Tammy has the script. They're playing chess. Apparently it's something to do with war. Anyway, uh, there's a new woman who's creeping around. Like, I don't know what's happening between her and Duncan. It's all very strange. Charlie gets shot. I was convinced he was dead. I was really sad. But the thing that made me happy was that Duncan was a flippy guy again. Also, I totally forgot Xavier St. Cloud had a uh, hook hand now. And when he's creeping and peeping around, he looked like the Candyman. And that made me happy. Uh, what else? Uh, and Duncan wore tartan at one point. The end. <laughs> one minute and three seconds. <laughs> you had it, and then you kept going. <laughs> and then you kept going. <laughs> I have to well, mention that tartan. You know, Claire's out of practice, Brad. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry, she'll get much more practice going forward. <laughs> you hear me, device whose name I will not mention? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, Claire, what are some fun facts? There are no fun facts for this episode. I feel like IMDb has given up on the fun facts because there aren't any. I feel but like you've given up because... I like, haven't, there isn't any. I, I feel like maybe you need to reach beyond IMDb. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to mention, thank you, Brad, uh, that in this episode, there's a new woman in it, Renee, and I did have a look to see what she was in. I made sure I didn't check how many episodes of Highlander she's in, um, but the, I mean, she's basically been in everything. Like, she's been in, I mean, I kind of recognised her. She's been in Angel. The picture at the top of her profile, her name's Stacey Travis. The picture at the top of her profile is from A Christmas Story 2, which this is the first time I've ever realised oh, this yeah. is something that exists um i've heard of a christmas story she was also in a terrifying terrifying horror film earth girls are easy starring jeff goldblum oh i love that movie (laughs) i love it she was (laughs) she was in touched by an angel she was in fantasy island she was in diagnosis murder she was in love boat she was in er she was in the new adventures of it doesn't say the new adventures of what just the new adventures of who knows what it is (laughs) she's basically been in everything she was in something called dracula rising which i've never heard of something called dr hackenstein amazing i don't know what these are um her first appearance was phantasm 2 and her second appearance with uh, was earth girls are easy the the horrific horror film starring jeff goldblum um yeah but she's been in everything she was born in texas which is why her accent obviously was so good at the start of this episode. Uh, and the last thing that's on her IMDb is The Manor, 
a 2021, it looks like a horror film. Uh, I don't know. It's starring Barbara Hershey as well and Bruce David. That's all I know about it. But yeah, no facts on IMDb about this episode. I'm very sad. Um, just on the just on the subject of actors, mm-hmm. uh, can I point out the the doctor who we will talk about a lot? Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Judith Maxi uh, was on Nancy Drew. She was uh, Aunt Diana, um, Bess's aunt, that kicked her out of the family after she (laughs) stole her, like, fucking precious jewels. I mean, she was only really in the family for, like, five seconds, so. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And she lied her way in, kind of, but it was the truth, but also she was lying to everyone. And then had a fakey fake accent. I love Bess so much. (laughs) It's my favorite. Do you remember that, Brad? When she died, she went. She went, didn't have her her current accent. Do I? It's like the very when she didn't ha- when when uh, Bess started with the show and she didn't have an accent, and then when she started speaking with an accent, it was like because Wait. she was lying to everyone. Oh, I did not remember her doing an American accent. Yeah, yeah, it was like for two episodes. It was like oh. real early on when they they couldn't they could they Man. didn't know she was. <laughs> That she was not from America. <laughs> gotta, gotta, gotta rewatch the whole fucking series because it's the fucking best. She's not from America. That was she was not from America. She's, she's one of you, Claire. She's one of you she's, people. Yeah. Hooray! Making make up, make it up names of bands. fake musicians, egg cups. Uh, like, Skunk and Nancy are an awesome band. Thank nonsense you. candy. Um. <laughs> uh, let's see. Okay, um, I've got. Stop gaslighting my country. <laughs> we exist. <laughs> we exist, Brad. We exist. Yeah, you got you got Boris Johnson to gaslight your entire country. I'm sure. Oh, seriously. So. Um, <laughs> all right, so uh, I'm gonna start with Dusty reviews because uh, he he goes on and on about Roland Gift and how much he loves Xavier Saint Cloud and um, as far as being a bad guy and also uh, that guy that plays Horton being a bad guy. So he was very excited about this episode where I had two of them. <laughs> but what I thought was funny is he was like, oh, um, this was a dense episode. Sometimes Highlander gives me a couple of driving around doing nothing scenes that take up five plus minutes of airtime. Mm. And I'm like, yeah, like the last 10 episodes. <laughs> and he says, those <laughs> yeah. recaps are easy. Sometimes it fits a movie's worth of dialogue into 45 minutes. This episode was the latter. And I was like, yeah, that's I, I, did, I really like this episode. Especially for being a two-parter, which normally means a two-parter is just going to be filler. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel that way at all about this episode. Um, I thought there was a lot going on, and I don't know if it's... I would think we're trying to basically get it so Duncan has to go back to Paris because <laughs> for production reasons, but mm-hmm. um, I thought it was really good. Uh, and then let's see, uh, David Abramowitz said um, that they went back and forth on how to handle Xavier St. Cloud's appendage like if he should regenerate a hand if he didn't Mm. you know because he said that they could heal but could they actually regenerate and grow an appendage and he says truthfully the writers sat around in a room for hours talking about could we do this could we not do this and finally they decided to go for it where he couldn't grow his hand back um and he says so you know when you do a show like this what what you do is you make up a lot of it as you go along shocking i know guys i'm shocked too that you (laughs) even say that the fans used to to ask, um, "Do you 
do you know all the rules from the beginning? And it's just like in life, you don't know any of the rules. <laughs> you just make them up as you go <laughs> along and you try your best to be consistent. And so that way, um, one turns around and says, wait a minute, you're cheating. Because that's the one thing we didn't want to do. We didn't want to ever cheat. Um, and I know because we had talked about it, like yeah. we knew he was coming back, but it was like, does he come back with his hand? And I, now it does we not know make the sense answer. to me. It does not make sense to me that no. his hand doesn't come back. No, n- not to me either. I well, all I kept thinking is, uh, what's his face? Um, oh, Deadpool. And I'm like, well, I can't grow back like baby hair. <laughs> like it did. Oh, like, like, <laughs> but that's all I kept thinking is like, oh, I but hope if they not. Heal, it's so gross. Yeah. If they heal, then what's the difference of the, exactly. you know, like healing a wound? Or, but then it's like, why is it like specifically your neck? You know, where if your head gets chopped off, then you you know you die properly. So it's all strange anyway. Well, but yeah, that's the thing. It's like okay, okay, what happens if they they're like part of a magic act and they get sawed in half? Like what happens then? Because yeah. Tammy, they don't really get sawed in half in in magic acts, Tammy. What if they did mm. though, Claire? You just haven't seen a good magician. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have them in the UK. <laughs> I, 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 I want to propose that there's no such thing as good magicians. <laughs> They're all evil. Um, Young also, crying right now, Brad. Uh, David Abramowitz also said that this was an important episode for another reason. It created tension between Joe Dawson and Mac, which was a very good thing, so that Joe wasn't mm. a sidekick, he wasn't a helper, that he had his own agenda, his own views of the world, and it really solidified in some ways the perspective of what the Watchers were. Mm. Um, so yeah, they liked. I, I'm not. We'll talk about the tension between him and Joe because I was like, am I supposed to now hate Joe? Because I kind of hate Joe at the end of this episode. Mm. Um, so, and I don't think I I'm supposed to, but I was like, I feel like they went a little too far in some ways. Um, which we'll I just, but I do love the romantic tension between them. Oh my oh, yeah. god, they were about to kiss like like at any moment. Yeah. <laughs> there's yep. definitely something going on. But yeah. you, but do you think it's between those characters or? Is it just because everyone has that tension with Adrian Paul? <laughs> That's possible. Adrian Paul was back looking like Gaston in this episode, Tammy. He was. He yeah, was. he just needed um, a shirt. And there wasn't a lot from the cutscenes that that they didn't kind of just end up putting back into the mm. episode somewhere else. There was, um, there was a little bit more of Charlie kind of reacting to the fight with uh, Duncan and um, Xavier with their like sword fighting so, because. So- can we Charlie t- can- was kind of like, what the fuck? Can we talk <laughs> about the fact that Horton calls him uh, Xavier? <laughs> I was like, excuse me? I cannot. <laughs> Everybody talks so fucking stupid in this episode. I could not. I was just like... everyone else calls him Xavier. And he's like... Uh- and yes, I found a, a Xavier. <laughs> I was like, excuse me. <laughs> like, who did you find? Did you find the wrong person? <laughs> I, found, I, found, like, I don't even understand. Um, there is <laughs> one line that I like toward the end when Duncan is talking to Joe. And he, ta- he this line got cut, but I kind of wish it stayed in. Which was Duncan, um, when he is in his face, says, How high does the body count get before you judge him? And I was like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, Horton yeah. kills all kinds of fucking people. <laughs> And Joe's yeah, just covering him up 
Yeah, so... Uh, well, I he just... tried to kill a who, didn't he? Horton tried to kill yeah, a who. Yeah, he, he did try and try to kill a who. He didn't get to. that. Yeah. <laughs> but maybe he might use Xavier to do that. So, yeah. all right. So that that's uh, really all I got. Uh, Brad, what happened the day this episode aired? Oh, guys, there's so many things happening. So many things. It is Monday, February 21st, 1994. Um, Which wacky kill, uh, uh, capital day is it, Brad? Oh, what about St. Pepin of Landon Day? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Sorry, you asked, aren't you? <laughs> Pepin Say, of Landon. Pepin of Landon. Yeah, it's also Say. Language Martyrs Day. What? Language. Yeah. Mm, oh. A day celebrated by Bengali-speaking people for gaining right of mother tongue. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Ah. I'm <laughs> shit about that one. Hmm. Mm. Um. <laughs> Uh, also known as International Mother Language Day. So, there's that. Um, Historical events. Like, literally nothing? Does nothing happen on this day? Oh, wow. That is a new one. They're doing it, um, they're respecting the uh, St. Pepin of Landon Day, but uh, nothing else happens. I would like to bring up some important days uh, for us. Guys, (gasps) February 13th was when we released last year, so almost one year ago, our coming soon for this podcast. We have On the 13th, we will have been doing this podcast for one year. Well, the coming soon. And then we released episode zero on February 20th. Wow. Yeah. What a year. Yeah, so that's a very uh that's very cool for us. Go yeah. us. <laughs> Although no I'm just like Yeah, nobody else. But also I'm like, man, we've <coughs> I can't believe like one year later we're like middle of season two, we've already done two of the movies. It's like, mm. we've actually we've done a lot. Yeah. Like I checked another website, literally nothing happened on this day in history. Wow. Hey guys, what's happening is Highlander. I'm You're gonna tell you Highlander. stuff that happened in history. I'm going to um, check my Facebook memories. Well, well I, did you have Facebook memories back then? Uh, <laughs> long not for ago. this day, but, you know, the anniversary on this day. But that doesn't count. Yeah. Get out of here. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, Josie's birthday is February 21st. Five uh, years but ago. But definitely not when Highlander <laughs> came out. Well, five years ago on this day, today, I said I... Riverdale is so dumb. First of all, um... That's the point. Second of all, does not applicable to this conversation. Um, so top song in the U.S. still Celine Dion, "The Power of Love." U.K. fake band, fake song. Uh, <laughs> things can only get better. Yeah. Things can only get they faker. Can only get better. <laughs> no, no. See, Claire, that's you. that's the thing. Like, I want to believe it, but then you start singing it, and I'm like, no, that didn't happen. It's no. absolutely a real song <laughs> by a real Oof. band. <laughs> oh boy. Um, yeah, like you live in a real country. Nonsense. <laughs> like Boris Johnson isn't a fake clone. Come on. Get with it. Uh, cover of Life magazine this week, Curing Headaches. How'd that work out? It's long gotten there. Yeah, uh, they've been cured, right? <laughs> I wish. I don't remember the last time I had a headache, though, so maybe they have. <gasps> oh, no, I had a headache this week that was, like, on the verge of a migraine. That I just, mm. like, did everything all day to keep everything around me calm, because I was like, I don't want this to get worse, and I could see it getting worse. And um, um, yeah, so I went to bed early and everything because I was like, oh, I got to get rid of this. 
Um, Time Magazine, Nancy Kerrigan. What? Um, Tanya Harding and Nancy Kerrigan? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know about that yeah. since I've seen the movie. I told you, <laughs> that's all I learned about it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was certainly a thing, certainly a thing. Mm. Um, also, uh, what was on in the box office? We got some movies. We got some new movies this week. Um, top of the box office on Deadly Ground. What's that? <clears throat> Do you guys remember On Deadly Ground? No, remind me, mm. Brad. First of all, it starts. Uh, it's the I can name. Hear you the smiling. Name I'm amazing. like, what, what am I missing? There's so there's so many red flags in this movie, oh, and I'm no. like, I, I fucking this need this is a fucking party movie that I want to watch. Forrest Taft, amazing, amazing character name. Yep. Forrest Taft, Steven Seagal, okay, is putting his considerable talents as a fighter and marksman to use as a hired gun for the sleazy oil tycoon Michael Jennings, Michael Caine. <gasps> <laughs> Michael Caine is a sleazy oil tycoon. Oh. Love it. Love it. The latter's bottom line tunnel vision has him destroying entire communities if it means getting bigger profit for his business. Yeah, that's, first of all, that's all yeah. Yeah. businessmen. That's capitalism. Yeah. Um, well, in Alaska, taking care of some business for his amoral boss, however, Taft meets a native Eskimo woman. We're saying Eskimo, all right? Okay. Um, Taft meets a native Eskimo woman made by Joan Chen. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Interesting. I mean, obviously Ooh. not uh, uh, Inuit, but, you know. <laughs> Who helps him discover the error of his ways, uh, the error of his ways, and pursue a more righteous path. I, man, I want to see this movie. <laughs> also, um, Billy Bob Thornton, John C. McGinley, and Arlie Ermey are in it. So, I mean, this sounds like a fucking have a few drinks and watch a stupid movie. <laughs> I wonder if there's All a that. crime in it. Hmm? Who knows? Um, number two, still Ace Ventura. Fuck off. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, uh, number three, Blue Chips is new. Um, Nick Nolte is it and, about and Shaq. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nick Nolte, uh, Peter Pete Bell, is a college basketball coach who has oh, to improve God. his team's standing by any means necessary. Oh, my God. <laughs> his hopes are pinned on a trio of talented players. Neon, Neon Boudot, Shaquille O'Neal, Butch McRae, Penny Hardaway, and Ricky Rowe, Matt Nover. But in order to get them to sign to his school, Bell will have to illegally pay the players off. If he's caught, it could destroy Bell's coaching career and cast a cloud of shame over his team. <laughs> Oh, shit. Will he risk it all to win? Mm, who knows? I, like, don't, I don't trust a basketball movie with actual basketball players as actors. <laughs> like, I, uh, I feel like it's not a good a good thing. What, Shaquille O'Neal, one of our finest actors? Um, Shaquille O'Neal, Penny Hardaway, and Matt Nover. All basketball players. <laughs> like, uh... I mean, Penny Hardaway, though, he was in those commercials where it was like the Lil Penny. Um, like... <laughs> So, I mean, he's got chops. <laughs> he's got chops. Shaquille O'Neal played Steel. <laughs> I was sad when they didn't get him to play Steel in the new Superman, the lowest show. They got another guy. And I'm like, but it's not Shaquille O'Neal. What are we even doing? Wait, Steel's in the new show? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's very good. It's very good. The teen angst is hilarious. Uh, so much teen angst. Nice. Um, all right. Number, number, uh, 
Wait. Oh, yeah. That, number four, uh, Blank Check, still in the mix. Mm. Number five, Reality Bites, new this week. Mm. Whoa. <laughs> whoa. Whoa. Well, if you thought that was whoa. Um, then we keep on. We still got Schindler's List, My Girl 2, Miss Doubtfire, My Father the Hero, Philadelphia, and Romeo's Bleak. Mm. Round out. Wow. I said whoa with Reality Bites because I'm like, wow, if I didn't realize we were in the 90s, I really do now. So the most 90s, apart from singles, possibly the most 90s film ever. I mean, why, wow. would, why would anybody watch that when you could watch Sleazy Oil Coon Michael <laughs> being taken out by Steven Seagal as Forrest Taft? Wow. Oh, I love it. Um, so that's that. Uh, on TV, uh, we we got a bunch of movies. Oh, it's the Winter Olympics are going on. Yeah. Mm. So uh, ABC is showing Look Who's Talking 2. Uh, Fox is showing Hot Shots. Yeah. Um, NBC's showing, um, Fresh Prince, and... Well, you got gets Fresh awesome. Prince, Claire. I just never oh. got into it. Racist. I mean, yeah, oh. I am racist. I mean, I could sing the entire theme tune, but, I mean, who couldn't? Come on. Oh. I had to watch it in secret, because my family was a racist. Oh. Whoa! Wow. <laughs> My grandfather was not happy anytime uh, there were black people on the television. <laughs> yeah, very racist. That, that had to make like as a as a little Brad couple that, that had to make Fresh Prince even better though. Like, yeah. ooh, oh, yeah. I'm watching something bad. <laughs> yeah, no, like it was like yeah, that was yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> oh, I I'm love secretly, it. I'm secretly watching two two seven. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> what am I getting away with? Hmm. Oh my god, this is great. I love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> I uh, love these fun facts. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So uh yeah, that's that's what's that's what's going on, guys. Alright. Well, let's get into this episode. I can't wait. <laughs> this episode um i i think it's pretty dense i think there's so much going on for especially for being a two-parter yeah um so we meet two folks right up at the beginning uh, you mean we haven't that don't matter because first scene act off (laughs) act he's yeah oh my god yeah we meet um catherine and larue anton yeah he looks like a young uh, uh roddy mcdowell yeah a bit yeah so do you think they were like together? Because he's the immortal, yeah. and like that—that's his whatever. Yeah, his lady, his lady, his lady of the night. Um, but I like that. Like he barely looks with that buzz, and she's already like, "Please don't go. This is one of them." It's like, oh my god! <laughs> like she's been around him so long before he feels the buzz, she already sees it in his eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Because for a moment, I just thought maybe she felt it too. I was really confused because her reaction was so quick. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, he's got to go out uh, and we've got him in the back with... Uh, <laughs> I'm going to say Xavier. <laughs> Call whatever you guys <laughs> like. Xavier. <laughs> I really was like... <laughs> Whenever Horton said that, I was like, am I saying yeah. it wrong? Like, <laughs> no, certainly not. <laughs> Um, Look, I've watched enough X-Men. It's Xavier. Yeah. 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 Um, so He's not Professor Charles as ever yet. Like, Corden, why are you going to be so extra? Uh-huh. Uh, all right. So, yeah. So, Anton goes back. And I think right away, don't we get 
Xavier's hand. Don't we yeah. already see it, yeah. like, in the first scene? Yeah. Um, which, the Candyman. Again, I'm upset with. I think it's stupid. His hand should have just grown back. Yeah, like, it is. Yeah, agreed. Also, it was traumatic for me because <laughs> uh, growing up, my grandfather's, like, war buddy uh, had, like, had that same kind of prosthetic hand. Oh! Oh, wow. Yeah, with, like, wow. they had, like, it had the two, yeah, with the two little hook things that yeah. he could. Yeah. And, like, I just, like, forever, I always remember him coming to me, oh, watch out, it's gonna bite at you, it's gonna bite at you. Oh, oh, I'm God. just kidding you. I'm <laughs> just kidding you. I like, thought you know. terrifying. Like, <laughs> oh, no. Like, hey, um, hey, hey, Elvis Jones, fuck you. Fuck you forever. <laughs> <laughs> just I'm gonna state that for the record. That sure that man's long dead, and I'm glad. <laughs> what the fuck? Why and are you trying I'm to traumatize watch a child? Fresh Prince, whenever I feel like. That's right. I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna watch Two Two Seven whenever I want. No one's gonna stop me. Oh, so good. And um, keep your fucking like scary robot hand. I don't care if you lost your hand in World War Two. You're traumatizing children. That's <laughs> fucked up. Um. So. He's back. He says, uh, I used to use gas, is what he tells Anton. And then we get a, f- a quick flashback of um, of the gas mm. being used and everyone just passing out. <laughs> what is this used to? Like, you're immortal. Like, And that was like a year, less than a year ago. <laughs> yeah. 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 That's, that's like nothing. a blink like, in the eye. Yeah. Um, I thought that they did okay with flashbacks this episode. It wasn't like the whole episode of <laughs> flashback. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think for us, we've been waiting for him to come back, or at least myself, I guess. I've been, like, waiting for him to come back. I'm like, when is he coming back? So, like, I've not really forgotten his episodes, but I guess if you're watching it real time, they did a pretty good job. Versus, like, when they've brought Amanda back, and it was like, we basically rewatched the entire episode. Um, yeah. All right, he says, uh, but but gas is so inelegant, so indiscriminate. And it said he uses these fucking guys with machine guns. <laughs> I feel like they're pretty indiscriminate as well. Yeah. <laughs> they're just spraying yeah. gunfire everywhere. Um, Anton asks Xavier who he is, and he says death. And then he Ugh. beheads uh, Anton. Get over it. Um, he's so extra. He's so <laughs> like all these people. Like we got. He's this great. Is the extra villain squad. It is. Yeah, the fact that yeah. they Horton that, and that is, Xavier, like the fact yeah. that they paired Xavier and Horton up is insane to me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, these two villains are. I mean, if only the mannequin guy was still alive, oh. and they paired him up, like <gasps> it would have been insanity. Oh, and then we find out the the more you're <laughs> controlling them all is Ian McKellen. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, oh, Ian he should, McKellen. He should be a Highlander, damn it. Seriously. Tragedy yeah. never in Highlander. Brad, why you go well, right I, like I mean, I feel like I feel like we would all be aware. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so then we're in New York, and uh, Xavier is talking to Jason. <laughs> Some of the na- by the way, the security guard's name later in the hospital, his name is just George. <laughs> just like these names. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the guy like kept being like, he's like a kind of, like he had a real John Lovitz energy about him. I don't know what it was. Weird. <laughs> I mean, I got I yeah, a lot, I I don't know. lot of thoughts about these hospital characters. I yeah, like for sure. For sure. <laughs> they tried to make this episode about them. For yeah. sure. 
Um, all right, so Jason is just another random. Like we get Antoine, Anton, and Jason, two random immortals in this episode. Uh, so Jason is there. He he says he tells Xavier that he's this is not in the rules. Yeah, <laughs> it doesn't matter, Xavier. Yeah, no, he didn't care. but I mean, to me, I feel like the gas wasn't in the rules either. Yeah, his like whole deal is not yeah. playing by the rules. Exactly. He isn't even healed by the rules. The one thing he doesn't play by is the rules. Yeah. Um. All right. So then we get a very quick scene of a man and a, a silhouetted man watching the episode where Duncan is walking around the um engraving store in the episode of return to amanda or return of amanda uh i guess we already had that black and white security yeah footage. that's pretty much it yeah, yeah. and uh and he says that's him that's duncan mcleod and uh this guy davis is now now up to terribly follow duncan charlie yeah. i was i was like is he a watcher he's really bad at this not good yeah um we got uh charlie and and duncan on a day date at the museum (laughs) do you guys see them as like friends that go to a museum together no it's no No, i mean they haven't got the sexual the animalistic sexual tension of duncan and charlie would definitely kiss adrian paul come on come on oh (laughs) yeah of course but this is like (laughs) I, yeah, I don't. Th- th- yeah, this is. I feel like Dunk- Duncan like I, makes I, his friends go to things. Like he, I feel like Duncan is trying to. to. He's one of those people that like he's going to force culture on people. Yeah, like, you don't like the opera. Yeah. You've never been to the right opera. I'm taking you to the opera. <laughs> We're going to the opera. You've never seen La Boheme. <laughs> Yeah, because this had to be a, a situation of like, have you never been to the Maritime Museum? Weren't you like part of the, <laughs> I don't know, army or something? I don't, uh, I feel like this is some place that someone who is in the service would uh, go to. <laughs> I mean, I guess if you're Duncan though, and you get all the fucking money, you can just pay to yeah. take people to shit. I mean, I guess that's what yeah. I would do too. I would make people go to the opera. Oh Yeah. Uh, Duncan's, like, conversation, too, is, can you imagine stuck in the ice for two years? And it does make it sound like <laughs> Duncan was there. Yeah, I was waiting for a flashback. <laughs> yeah. 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 I was like, is Duncan Captain America? <laughs> yeah. And Charlie even says, he's like, you're not reading that somewhere, are you? And Duncan, because apparently this is just knowledge that Duncan is sharing. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Um I just had had images in my brain of Duncan being stuck in a in an ice ice cube yeah. like frozen for 2 years. Yeah. Uh Charlie thanks him as well as they're just chit-chatting away for uh buying the dojo and not letting it become a mini mall or something. And this is foreshadowing of man, I love this dojo. I love everything about it. <laughs> I love the walls. I love the glass. I windows. love these walls that have no holes in them. Oh. I love this glass, this unbroken glass. <laughs> Man, I love it. Just like I love my body with no holes in it. Man, I'm having a great day. (laughs) Um, And then Duncan does a real acting job, like by stopping and pretending he's dizzy, and then just tells Charlie, oh, just go on. I need to sit for a moment. (laughs) And Charlie just leaves his dizzy friend. Yeah. Like, that's weird. (laughs) Yeah. Duncan just does a a fake swoon, (laughs) like a maiden. And then hides in these little stairwells. Yeah, it's great. It's yeah. great. 
Uh, and then jumps out on Davis, and uh, I would say they fight, but they really don't. Uh-huh. Duncan just grabs him immediately. Um, but Davis and Charlie are friends, and he's like, what the fuck are you doing with my friend? It's like, you just left your other friend who was dizzy to go pass out somewhere. Yeah. But I love, like, even even when, like, Charlie's like, oh, it's a friend of mine. Duncan's like, ah, well, fuck that shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, he oh, doesn't yeah. trust him, which I'm like, I mean, I know you're Duncan McCloud, but, like, A, I feel like you anybody that's following you, you gotta check him for tattoos. Check him for a watcher tattoo. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But then, like, like let it go. <laughs> let it go, weirdo. Oh, in the, the cutscenes, he actually does check his oh. his wrists. Yeah, okay. it says, uh, while they're, they're fighting or whatever, when he gets, it says, McCloud grabs Davis's sleeves and yanks it back looking for the watcher symbol on his wrist but there is no tattoo so brad you are correct what should have happened thank you originally did happen and then was cut for whatever reason all right all right there we go but uh yeah yeah and and but that's the thing it's like if they left that in there they couldn't then have duncan be pissed off about it because He's he would so have pouty. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, this is Rick Davis, uh, Charlie's friend from whatever military back branch mm. they were part of. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like that. Yeah, he's so pouty. He leaves, and Davis goes, "I gotta go. I think you should check out some new friends." <laughs> so <laughs> Charlie. <laughs> Um, yeah, and he just, he's walking off and he tells Charlie that maybe I was wrong, but I thought he was following me. It's like, well, to be clear, he, he was, and he was just terrible at it. (laughs) Yeah. Like, like they all are. Yeah. They're so bad. They're all just so bad at following people. I feel like any one of us could be way sneakier (laughs) than these. I mean, I don't think I could. I'm like terrible at being (laughs) (laughs) just. And you would think I'd be good at it. Like, I'm a little tiny human. Like, I should be able to hide yeah. really easy. And I cannot. I, I cannot. feel like Brad, Brad and I then could be pretty sneaky. Yeah, you guys probably could, for sure. Yeah. Um, So we're in Duncan's place above the dojo, and Joe is there. Yeah. Ba, ba, ba. And immediately, Duncan gives him alcoholic beverage. Why, hello, Joe. <laughs> He's trying to get him drunk. <laughs> yeah. Of course. It's like, hey, hey, baby. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I've got my hair down. How about you? <laughs> yeah. oh, I don't like Dunk with his hair down so much in this. Ooh. I know. No. I hate He's also got a candle this. burning. Yeah. Ooh, oh, he, he, he was waiting for a job. Yeah. Wow. This is going to get sexy. Yeah. Wow. He says, uh, so apparently Joe needed to talk and that's why he's over there. He says, something strange is happening. I really don't know uh, that I believe this myself. I'm falling in love with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he says, in the last few days, two immortals have been killed. One of them was your friend, Anton Legree, Le- which I was like, who? <laughs> yeah. I had already forgotten that guy yeah. from the beginning of the episode. <laughs> You're like, oh, act off, man. Yeah. Um, he says, uh, uh, and Duncan, even though he just was told his friend died, Duncan, supposedly, supposedly this friend we've never met, Duncan said, these things happen. <laughs> <laughs> What a dick. <laughs> Jess says, never like this. Not in over a th- in thousands of years. These killings were set up by mortals. And it's like, what are you talking about? Like, literally a couple episodes ago, yeah. when Horton was around, these yeah. killings happened by mortals. Yeah. It's your so, brother-in-law. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's been thousands, it been thousands of, years. of years. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah. Uh, Joe tells him Anton was in Paris. Jason Talbot died in New York. Um, they were first shot, then beheaded by an immortal. And the only reason they that they know it was an immortal is because the watchers were fucking there watching. <laughs> 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 Which makes it because how are the these watchers are the fucking worst? Yeah. So they're they, there. Go ahead. He says they got there right after the quickening. Yeah. How? How? <laughs> how do you know then there was a quickening? <laughs> That's. Like, Either you saw the quickening, and then you would be able to say who the fucking immortal was, or you got there afterward, and then in that case, how do you know there was one? Maybe there was exploded light bulbs everywhere. (laughs) (laughs) There was exploded paint cans. There was paint all over the place. Uh, um, so they haven't identified the immortal yet, which I'm just like, that's because you guys are the fucking worst. That's why. <laughs> They're so uh, bad at their job. Oh, yeah. They've got one thing ju- to do, which is watch. <laughs> <laughs> we got there right after the time we should have been watching. <laughs> uh, How did you know to uh, get there? Like, <laughs> I, yeah. Like... How were you late? Did you did you stop to get like a fucking cheeseburger? What happened? I was gonna say a sandwich. <laughs> See these fools like walking down the street eating a bologna sandwich. <laughs> oh no! They're walking. Um, no, wait, 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 wait. They've got to get a bologna sandwich. They're walking towards. They're slowly walking towards where they think there might be some action, and all of a sudden their bologna sandwich explodes, and that's how they know there was a quick thing. <laughs> Oh no, my bloody sandwich! Serves us right, I guess. (laughs) I mean, even if they got there, okay, say they got the tail end of the quickening. So they just saw like a lightning bolt or some bullshit, right? Mm -hmm. Like, so they're running over, they see a lightning bolt in the sky, they're like, someone, there's a quickening around here somewhere. They get there, like, we've watched Duncan do have how many quickenings now? So like, many. It's not like he could just immediately get up and run away after a quickening. Are you telling me Xavier St. Cloud can just get up after a quickening and run away? I don't think so. No. These are just terrible watchers. This, oh, they're so bad at their job. Ugh. All right. Um. So do you think Duncan keeps his chest piece around when he wants a flashback? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's only this one chest piece. Yeah. When he picks his one up, he's like, oh. He picks up and rubs it all uh, over his mouth. Yeah, he does. Yeah. I thought he was going to eat it. Are you trying to seduce Joe? What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> um, and then we've got Auric. A-U-R-I-C. Auric? 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 Which is only a name in that fucking um, Goldfinger. <laughs> uh, we are in 1670 rural Scotland. I mean, are we the? <laughs> <laughs> this is a cartoon. This, this is, is a so fucking great. cartoon. This scene immediately. I had to message you guys. I was like, oh, so good. <laughs> These, I can't uh, decide. I, I feel like they they both went through about forty accents each in this scene, and not the same ones. It was insane. Yeah, yeah uh, my my note again. Well, <laughs> again for you guys, first time on the podcast. Was how am I supposed to understand any of this with five ex or five question marks? Um, <laughs> it's like I don't know what's happening. The note I put on the uh, the map page. Oh, yes. Is uh, um, Duncan teaches a fancy lad to play chess in the woods. Everyone looks as ridiculous as they sound. Because <laughs> uh, this is like a hodgepodge of fucking ridiculous. Like, did we bring that first season costume person back? 
I'm telling yeah. you, it's so bad. So this is uh, almost 50 years from when uh, Duncan first died. Mm-hmm. So we're still still pretty, I guess, time-wise, pretty soon after he pretty died. Pretty Scottish still. Pretty no. Scottish. Why he can't take a shower in, or a bath in 50 years, I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs> Listen, he's a spry 78-year-old. He's- yeah. <laughs> Um, so he's supposed to be te- uh, teaching Oric. Okay, Oric is going to be the chief of a clan, and his father is paying Duncan to teach him how to wage war. <laughs> right. I mean, all right. Um, and instead, Duncan's like playing. This guy uh, seemed like chess. way too much of a, a a a pretty little frilly boy to be like the leader of a clan taking them to war. Like he's like like yeah. he did seem like a little There's rich no boy. Way. Or should I, uh, sorry, I should say a jaunty little frilly boy, which is uh, <laughs> a joke we have at my work <laughs> that we call my colleague Hattie. We say that she's she's a jaunty little frilly boy, <laughs> which is what she is. I mean, that hat is straight out of like a Renaissance fair held in a local town. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so stupid. I mean, um, he's, right. uh, like, I will say of the three of them, he's the most period appropriate I get, but to be out in the woods. Oh yeah, no, no, it's like, all none nonsense. Of this yeah. makes sense. It's all absolutely fucking bonkers. Yeah, I. So this is Oryx says the rules be damned. They're only meant to be broken, and Duncan tells him some rules are unbreakable. Um, so I guess this is like supposed to be telling us about how Duncan feels about breaking rules, about the fact that he's already good in battle, and also then that he doesn't want to kill anyone in front of this mortal. Yeah. I guess. I'm trying to figure out why we have this. Idea. Yeah. Because <laughs> Duncan plays um, by the rules and he's all the all. Oh god. He's a rule breaker. <sighs> and then we do get a, a really good I'm Duncan McLeod, McLeod yeah. of the Clan McLeod, which I was so excited to hear anytime now i don't feel like we get it enough anymore we don't uh we also get a few there can be only ones in this episode i think i think we get at least two of them yeah yeah which is great um yeah because xavier already told that one guy in the parking lot there can be only one before he killed him Mm -hmm. was that when xavier swished his sword and like cut a (laughs) cut a portal in reality no no, that that was that was anton's (laughs) Oh, okay. <laughs> but you know what I mean. When he's like... Yeah, he got a portal into the next scene. Yes. <laughs> I loved it. It was so it was great. Um, yeah, so like Oric wants to fight this uh immortal and Duncan's like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. Um and then he like uh see yeah, he punches him out. He punches him out of the scene. He and does. Duncan and out starts the series, hopefully. Yeah. Just I mean, God, Duncan looks like in his getup. <laughs> He just looks like a caveman. He <laughs> He's gonna fight a T-Rex in a minute. Oh my gosh. Alright, we're back in the- we're all the way back in the dojo. <laughs> it looks so so uh, clean and undamaged. Oh, hope it stays that way. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so he leaves, um, and then we've got a van that pulls up outside the dojo, and uh... Duncan's like something's come up. I, I'm, you know, he's telling Charlie I'm, I'm gonna probably like head out for a little bit. And Charlie goes, "Hey, you gonna go grab some R and R?" And I was thinking, yeah, he's gonna go back and <laughs> go camping again. Yeah. <laughs> Do you want to go, Charlie? God. Well, my jeep is packed for it at all times for some reason. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Whatever reason. Um. So Duncan senses the buzz and he tells Charlie to get out of there and uh. Then you've got Xavier just showing up, very formal. Love it. So formal. Wearing a coat and top hat. (laughs) 
<laughs> we got close up on that fucking on that hawk. Yeah. No, thank you. Oh yeah. It was just making me think of um the guy in the new Candyman film, Brad, the one who lives in the walls. Mm-hmm. That guy, the, the creepiest oh. of the guys. That's what it was making me think of. And I was like, just makes me think of old Elvis Jones, that creepy motherfucker. I love his name's Elvis Jones. <laughs> yeah. Not only was his name Elvis Jones. Yeah. It, like at some point as a child, <laughs> he, he like uh, he gave me a teddy bear. What? That had Elvis on the bear <laughs> as and the bear like the bear's name was Elvis. Like, he gave me a bear with his name. <laughs> I don't like this, Brad. <laughs> this guy, what is this guy's deal? I thought you were going to say it had a hook hand on it. That's what I oh, thought, Oh, God. <laughs> like, I would have set that thing on fire. No, it, but it had, it was one of those that, like, it, it made, like, it had, like, a little, um, the, the toy had, like, a little voice box that the president <gasps> would make a sound. But, oh. like, it was just this weird, mumbly voice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. It was so weird. Like, I wish I, I would give anything to have that thing because it's it such a weird like i thought about it over years like what was the deal with that fucking <laughs> everything about it's weird first of all it has the name of the person who gave it to me on it why why did he give me a bear with his name so i wouldn't forget him guess what i'm never gonna forget you elvis jones it's gonna watch hey come on come over here shake my hand shake my hand oh it's gonna bite at you it's gonna bite at you ah, i'm just kidding you i will never forget that never <laughs> I wouldn't either. That's terrifying. I was four. <laughs> like, what the fuck? <laughs> <sighs> oh my god. Um. All right. So yeah, we get we get some close ups of uh, Xavier's hand. Yeah. And uh, Charlie looks over at him and says, "We're closed." And Xavier says, "Even for an old friend." Oh no, he doesn't back. say we're closed. He says, "Hey, opera's across the street," or something like that. Because like Xavier's dressing. Yeah, but nicely. then he do- he does say we're closed. Yeah. So that way Xavier can say his line, which is "Even for an old friend," because that would be weird if he just said "Even for an old friend" when he says the opera's on the other side. Of town. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a, a weird response. <laughs> that would be almost as weird as the response we got when we were driving to uh, a certain hotel <laughs> in Orlando <laughs> from a certain security guard. What did you say? <laughs> I answered your question, dude. What did you say? Oh, oh my god. Listen to Ramjack um, podcast to find out about that story. <sighs> um, Alright, so we do get uh, a bit of a flashback. Again, not too long, just enough so we see Xavier's hand getting cut off. Yeah. So, I appreciate I, I appreciate the short flashbacks, the mini flashbacks. Yeah, we don't need a long flashback. Yeah, no, not at all. So, um, I still need to, like, I need to see his, like, his arm, his, like, stub being, like, dipped into, like, molten metal or something, like, Wolverine style. Wow. Just to make sense. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, so he tells, Duncan tells Xavier that he's a long way from home. And I, I love, because I also messaged you guys and said, this episode is super quippy. It's <laughs> so like, it is, yeah. Because Xavier's doing Xavier's, all kinds of quips. Oh, yeah. And Xavier says, home is where the head is. Or don't you agree? <laughs> Which I was like, all right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so he says, the more the merrier. And two guys come out from behind him with guns. Where were you guys hiding? <laughs> and uh, they open fire like nobody's fucking business. I don't understand how Duncan and what his like his head was not blown off, mm-hmm. or how Charlie made it out. 
And even like this part, which I thought was insane, where Charlie reaches for the phone and the phone gets yeah. like mm-hmm. shot up. It's so crazy. His hand should be mush now. Yeah. Well, there's also that part where where they step forward, but they they're lifting their they're lift they're holding their guns sideways, like yeah. and lifting them up. And I'm like, but why are you shooting higher? Yeah, I don't when get you that know either. On the ground. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't get that. And they are shooting the ground as well, because when they're behind the desk, they're shooting at the desk too. I'm like, I don't know how Duncan and Charlie are not shot up. They're in shooting scene. all no, over, they... but it's like, why are you wasting bullets shooting up when you know where they are? They're just like covering the whole area. <laughs> like, like yeah. let's make sure we we need to completely redo this set. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so Duncan has the idea, sorry, I just watched the phone, like, blow up with a gun, (laughs) with all the bullets. Um, so Duncan goes ahead and pulls the fire alarm, and so they all go running. Yeah. Oh no, fire! (laughs) Oh my god, is there a fire in here too? (laughs) (laughs) I mean, as much as they're shooting, I feel like a fire alarm is is less noisy than all of this gunfire. Yeah. Mm. Unless they think, like, the fire alarm triggers actual, like, police and fire yeah. rescue being dispatched. I guess. Which I feel like that's a stretch, yeah. but okay. <laughs> um, all right. We are at Davis's apartment. By the way, he lives in a place called The Wellington. Ooh, fancy boy. Very fancy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's a jaunty little frilly boy, too. <laughs> Yeah, he is. Uh, so Xavier tells him he's got he's had uh, did sloppy work, and uh, he you know he was like, how would how would I know that Charlie was going to be there with with him? And I'm just like, well, if you were following him, then you would have seen him. Yeah. Like, it's not hard. He's always with Charlie. He's his BFF. Yeah. Particularly now, Richie's gone. Oh. Wait, did you just get sad for a minute? What the? <laughs> Ignore it. It's just the hormones. <laughs> All right. Um, Xavier tells him that he guesses it just wasn't his lucky day. And uh, Davis makes the mistake of saying, hey, man, I made a mistake. What are you going to do? Kill me? And I was like, why? Well, of course he just say that? Yeah, don't. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He also keeps rubbing his chest with that hook. And I'm like, ah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't like the way he plays yeah, he with is. his hook. Mm. Do you think like Roland Gift like just had the best time though? Oh <laughs> like, no! That, just... <laughs> yeah, that that would be that would be so fun. Yeah, and at least he uh, got a creepy hook and not like a goofy mannequin hand like Crychek. Yeah, in X Files. Yeah. Um, that stupid thing that he had. <laughs> it just what was that movie Billy Madison where the golf guy had the fake hand? Oh yeah. Well, no, was it no Happy was, Gilmore? Was Happy, Gilmore. Happy Gilmore. That's what it was. It's like <laughs> I don't know. It was one of his many movies yeah. that just has a name as the movie title. Yeah, they're all the um, same all right. movie. Yeah, they are. They they really are. But this one just had the guy with a hand. Okay. Uh, so uh, of course, uh, Xavier is gonna kill him. I mean, like, yeah, <laughs> the, the the dumbest. Um, so uh, we've got detectives um in there looking at the dojo. And uh, and he's just like telling telling his guys if it's evidence, put it in the bag. And I'm like, well, isn't everything evidence? Like, yeah. is the whole place evidence? <laughs> just put, just pick up the dojo and put it in the bag. Yeah, you got um, it, boss. Charlie, Charlie tells Duncan maybe they they'd find them a little easier if you told them the whole story. Um, <laughs> Why isn't Charlie telling them the whole story? Yeah, I don't understand. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. And Duncan the tells cops are him just that, that racist. They won't listen to him. <laughs> oh no! Well, <laughs> I mean, we have already had the racist cop episode, so yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's very possible. 
It's very possible Charlie did try and talk to them, and they just said, all right, just go sit down. Let's, Otherwise, well, we're going to talk to the guy that owns the place. He's yeah, white. exactly. Or or maybe they made Charlie a suspect for a time. Who knows? <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He was definitely handcuffed for a while. Um, Duncan tells Charlie his name is Xavier St. Cloud, and he's not for the police. <laughs> for the clan, St. Cloud. <laughs> <laughs> um charlie is not happy with duncan he's like i don't i don't why am i supposed to trust you i don't even know what the fuck is going on yeah um and but he he wants a piece of those guys he wants a piece of those yeah because they shop his beloved dojo yeah um so we're out we're it's the next morning we're outside davis apartment uh duncan and charlie are chit-chatting away going up to davis's apartment and this is where we find out that i guess that uh, they were together whatever and <laughs> in whatever civic duty whatever military branch no. they were part of um and i was like Ugh. uh so question it's... when we get into the apartment yeah. mm-hmm. <clears throat> the refrigerator is ajar what did is did xavier like uh, oh a jar? I thought <laughs> you meant him. as in it's an actual jar and i was like what brad what are you yes, talking about has, instead of a refrigerator he has a larger jar <laughs> i was very um, confused the... there. i was like what um, what no, no, the, the refrigerator door is clearly open. You can see the light. Mm. Does this yeah. mean that Xavier um, <laughs> killed him and yeah. then, and then he like, the raided his refrigerator yeah. on the way um, out? I want him to have raided his he refrigerator. He's like, mm. <laughs> it's, it's, Ooh, we got a tab in here. <laughs> or, or did he just, like, have his fucking refrigerator door open? Like, I, No, he, he raided it. He had to have. He, he found so leftovers. He was like, ooh, yum, yum, yum. Kill a guy and then, then like, not even worried about, like, yeah. fingerprints or anything. I'm just going to, like, just see what we got. He's not going to be eating any of this. Oh, this cheese is, I mean, someone's going to eat this cheese. It's going to go bad in a couple <laughs> weeks. <laughs> I agree. You got to eat that cheese. Um, I like that Duncan right away sees he's dead and like sees the needle or whatever and like starts wiping everything yeah, down. Immediately. Him and Charlie maybe have touched. And it's like, ooh, we gotta go. You want to stop um, by the refrigerator on the way out? <laughs> <laughs> hey, check the freezer. Maybe there's some ice cream sandwiches. Oh. Um, Charlie says that he hated needles. It couldn't have been him. He wouldn't even get a flu shot. I'm like, oh, what a goddamn anti-factor. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I didn't like Davis from the beginning. I'm glad that guy's dead. Now you know yeah, definitely. I'm gonna say it right here, right now. Also, what are you talking about? He's like special ops military guy that went all over the place. You have to get a billion shots. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so, and, and he asks Duncan why he thinks they made it look like an overdose, and he says, well, that way nobody has any questions. Apart from Charlie. It's a like, special oh. ops military guy dies of an overdose and there's no questions? Yeah, I feel like there's still going to be questions. Yeah. Um, all right, we got, uh, we got a Joe saying. Well, Joe first, and first we do see, um, a secret lady watching. Um, oh, yeah. Secret lady. And I thought I <laughs> look like fucking what's her face to me. She looked like um, Randy. Yeah, me too. Like? Yeah, yeah. I see. I was thinking it was um, um, Horton's daughter <clears throat> at first. Oh. Was, oh, we haven't seen her. No. Um, I forgot about so, I mean, I knew it wasn't Randy yeah. because I knew Randy does yeah. not come back. But also, to me, I, I thought she looked like Randy. Maybe it was the hair. <laughs> oh, so big. I mean, yeah. Just <laughs> random lady. So, uh, but yeah, we don't know her yet. 
Um, okay, now we got Joe and Duncan. Love um, it. Joe goes, Xavier St. Cloud killed your friend. And Duncan goes, yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So great. Also, Joe's rig out, like, so fucking cool. I love oh, yeah. it. Yeah, yeah, cool I dude. love it. It's a it's a real Brad look. Yeah, it's a it real is. Brad look. Yeah. <laughs> I like I feel like maybe this maybe this show imprinted on me more than I realized as a child. <laughs> yeah. Cause I stand Joe is like he's got the he's got the fucking black pants, the the coat gloves. Uh-huh. And then like then like the like the burgundy turtle. I'm like, fuck yes. <laughs> it's you, Brad. This is like, yeah. I wanna look like this. I mean, it could, you could, you could. That's the thing. These are things that are all available in the world, I cool. believe. No, uh, but Tammy, Florida, I could, y- no, I, I would no. die if I put on that coat. We had like two days of cold weather. <laughs> it was so good. Like I literally opened up my window just to get it cold. Wow. And then we went back to it almost being 90 degrees oh, yesterday. Oh no. I, I was so angry to have to turn my air conditioner back on. I really just figured you were going to stop the sentence that I was so angry. Oh, well that too. <laughs> All right, so uh, Joe says, I'm going to put my people on this. And Duncan says, no, you don't. Somebody's fighting immortals for him. And Duncan, or Joe says, well, it's not us, McLeod. And I was just like, uh, why wouldn't it be? Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Like, there was like a whole rogue, like, group. Most obvious suspects. Yeah. That you still don't barely want to acknowledge even existed. So, yeah. yeah. At this point, I was like, Joe, come on. Come on. Your brother-in-law was the head of an evil group of watchers that killed immortals. Come on. Joe's um, surprisingly naive. Um. All right. So let's meet Delaney. Well, her last, it's Renee, I think. Renee, Renee yeah. Delaney, right? Yeah. Um, <laughs> this look. The accent <laughs> as well. I mean, this whole con is like... <laughs> I just kept waiting because I, I like I thought it was just like gonna be like a short setup. I didn't realize how long no. the show was gonna go on. Like, mm-hmm. oh yeah, because I was like I was just waiting for uh for like fucking Xavier to like pop out or something. And I was like, where? Oh, oh, so he's oh they're already they're going all the way to her house, huh? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> also, what is this basket in this paper bag? Yeah, that the bas the bags were weird. I was like, I don't think those are like grocery bag shapes. Yeah, they don't what look is, like yeah, groceries at all. Particularly the one she's holding it looks like yeah. they put a, they put like a garbage can <laughs> in a, in a paper <laughs> yeah. bag because it is rounded yeah it's very bizarre um so yeah he pretends that he's gonna you know that her well yeah i guess he doesn't pretend that the hose is missing but he clearly already knows what's up um and he still takes her back because i mean what is duncan's afraid of yeah exactly <laughs> he's not afraid of this lady and if anything this way he can find out what she's really up to yeah he's being a, a little sneak he's being also, way sneakier than like, any of the watchers have ever yeah. been also i was like are these two gonna fuck is that what they're setting this up for <laughs> I mean, like how, how long is she around? Because I feel like they're really setting up I, a character Yeah, I don't here. know. Oh yeah. my god! At twenty two thirty one, you can see inside the basket bag. And, oh, really? Like, yeah. <laughs> and like, I don't even understand. Let's have a look. I feel like it literally is a garbage can they've wrapped around paper around and put like some lettuce at the bottom. Oh wow! What the hell is that? Why? Why? Oh yeah, yeah that's what is weird. Because the other two are actual grocery bags, but yeah. this is literally some sort of like trash can or some sort of round cylinder yeah. they wrap yeah. paper around. Very weird. For I don't know what reason. Don't you guys no. go they... shopping for your groceries with your trash can? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't, but... It's like she bought a trash can 
Oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay. okay. 2251. Duncan's taking it up the stairs. You can see up the bottom of it. Wait, what? <laughs> yeah, what the because hell? It's, yeah. Is it, is it a lampshade? <laughs> what is it? Oh, yeah. Uh, I, this is weird. <laughs> what is it? And it looks like Ridiculous. it's transparent as well. Buy? It looks like it's transparent. Yeah. It's a ghost. It's a ghost wrapped I'm in brown paper. <laughs> I, I'm saying it's a lampshade. No, I'm saying it's a ghost. I'm um, saying it's a lampshade that died five years ago this very day. Yeah, she went spook shopping. <laughs> Um, there's another great line when they're talking when uh they're talking about you know where she's from and he can tell based on uh where she's what uh, accent she's got which i love because it's not even her real accent no no um yeah because she says well how'd you know that when you know she says kansas or whatever and duncan says oh i'm pretty good with accents Mm. myself and i (laughs) died laughing i was like that is a a brilliant line that they had adrian paul yeah absolutely Absolutely. He's basically winking and at I the camera. And I was like, I don't care if this whole scene was set up for that one line. Worth it. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> I, want, I want somebody to, to make a clip montage of all the wacky Adrian Paul accents and just put that at the beginning and uh, end. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, so... Yeah. This character, it is, Renee, it is weird because later on it is like they're setting them up that they're going to sleep together because... She's like, like towards the end, she's like, what am I going to do with you, McLeod? And I was like, what? Oh, yeah. So strange. Um, yeah, she, she also has a gun on him and he says, tis, 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 what would mother say? <laughs> <laughs> so good. Uh, he's so flirty. Like, he oh, does he not give a shit. Just, he doesn't fa- fucking care. It's great. Um, she says that this is business. He figures out that she is, like, uh, criminal investigation division mm. of intel- army intelligence. And he says, you're, uh, when you're going to use an unmarked car, remember to take the arm, the army maintenance sticker off the elf, the air filter, which then he holds up the sticker. <laughs> that he fucking stole off the car. <laughs> this is this is an old classic Duncan reveal. <laughs> I love he stole this just for the reveal. It's great. Yeah. And he says, actually, they're due for a tune-up. Um, he calls her Miss Delaney. And he says, or is it Sergeant? Oh, no, I forgot. It must be Special Agent Delaney. Uh, so w- wouldn't wouldn't be right for a corporal to arrest a general, would it? And she just is like looking at him like, how the fuck do you figure all this out? <laughs> Um, but the reason she's she's looking into the Davis murder is it's classified. Mm, he's never been closer. <laughs> yeah, We're there again. No. Yeah, it was very close to being there. <laughs> oh. Um, he just walks out because I mean she clearly can't keep him for anything. No. Um, <laughs> he comes back to the dojo and Charlie is just looking the most sad. I know. In the chair. <laughs> Poor Charlie. Um, cheer up, Charlie cheer up, Charlie. Decided... No need to frown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what happened to that smile we used to know? <laughs> um, Charlie has decided he is going to leave in the morning. And he says, it took me five years to get a town payment together, but this is, isn't is about the jo- dojo. You asked me to trust you. Mm. When are you going to start trusting me? Oh, <laughs> I think we have to see other people. <laughs> <laughs> I think we need a break. Aww. Um, so he's Charlie been split says, up you... with by both Charlie and Richie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Charlie says, and Joe, yeah. yeah. He says, uh, Charlie goes, you cut off his arm, didn't you? No wonder he's pissed. (laughs) (laughs) 
Um, but, you know, Duncan promises to fix the dojo. And Charlie's like, with what money? And Duncan's like, oh, don't don't you worry Money's about that. Money's not a problem, dear. <laughs> yeah, have you not noticed yeah. that, like, Duncan's always got money? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's really crazy. Duncan's just um, independently well. Yeah. He's, he, uh, he, he, he sold he, antiques. He, I mean, come on. It's all the money. Uh, so Duncan meets Joe with Joe in the park, but he doesn't just meet with <laughs> Joe. He also meets Barton. Barton. Clint Barton. Barton Fink. Yeah. <laughs> what if this um, guy played Hawkeye instead of Jeremy Renner, Brad? I mean, I, anything's better than Jeremy Renner. Jeremy Renner sucks. Vix is crying right go. now. I can hear them. <laughs> Um, and Barton almost walks away from it. We can't like, have a character like, called Barton in a sh- in an episode. There's also Horton. This is ridiculous. Barton and Horton <laughs> and Xavier. Xavier. <laughs> Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and clearly Barton looks fucking sketch, and he is. Yeah. <laughs> oh, he's just... a watcher. I mean, come on. They're all awful. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Um. So he tells Duncan he doesn't know where he's at, but he knows where Xavier's going to be. And then we're in the warehouse where Barton is telling Horton and Xavier, "Oh, don't worry, he'll be here. He like, still trusts Dawson." What is with this um warehouse caviar situation? Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, gross. Yeah. Although I will take some warehouse champagne. <laughs> I just <Yeah>. like <laughs> like <laughs> what. <laughs> Uh, what is going on? <laughs> like, what is this? I want to see the full spread. I want to see, I want to see the whole crudité situation at this fucking warehouse. I so just because now I've had flashbacks of my own life. I uh, had joined like this wine club for a while, mm. and it was like because Dan and I had went to California. We went on a wine tour, and like we joined like this wine club, and they would like just send wine bottles to the house. It's great. I love I love wine clubs. Nice. <laughs> fucking send you alcohol to your house so there was like a local distributor for this wine thing so they would they would have like these wine parties because they wanted you to bring friends to like so they could sell them wine club memberships as well but dan and i would just go by ourselves we weren't fucking inviting nobody we're just like let's go and have free wine yes (laughs) yeah pretty much we were like free wine yes but like sometimes because they were just distributors it's not like they had like a winery here so they'd be in like warehouses <laughs> and they would have all spread <laughs> and then all this wine and it was great but yeah yes. i mean i didn't have caviar but definitely There's like some warehouse charcuterie wine, boards mm. yeah warehouse wine and charcuterie boards in the warehouse so <laughs> So I'm going to say that Horton was throwing a wine party. He's a local wine distributor. (laughs) (laughs) It's just leftovers that Xavier is sampling. I still do not like the taste of wine. But I have recently realized that I don't mind the taste of mead because I bought my dad some mead. And it was really (laughs) nice. Isn't that sweeter, though? Yeah, but maybe I'm not sweet enough. That's That's, why I need mead. I was Well, no, I'm just thinking that's probably why you like it if you like like sweeter things and that's why i like you guys oh oh uh so um okay so the so yeah it's a it's an interesting uh setup here <laughs> but all of this was just so we knew that barton was for sure sketch barton. which we already knew nah. barton and horton um so <laughs> duncan comes down 
um, wearing a, like, the fact that the transcript writers even put this in, I was like, oh, this is important. It says, Duncan exits elevator in black turtleneck and trench coat. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm like, they usually don't describe the clothes, and a little but baby. apparently it was important. Yeah. This is a, this is a strong turtleneck episode. Mm. It is. It I is. really, I kind of appreciate it. I feel like... Turtleneck heavy. Like, the better the episode, the more turtlenecks. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, like... I really wish that they would have jazzed up Charlie's look here because I feel Ooh. like like this is more of a sweatshirt, but like he easily could have just had that color in a sweater and it would or have been yeah. Charlie's Charlie's always like really getting some ugly, like mm. gross looking yeah. sweatshirts. He wears like three different ugly sweatshirts in this episode. Yeah, and it's like well he doesn't have to live in sweatshirts. Like they could you oh. could easily change that for a sweater and look nicer. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> Automatically. Um, but yeah, they don't. It's a sweatshirt. And I'm like, why? Why can't you just be? Because I think that color looks great on Charlie, mm-hmm. but it's a sweatshirt. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just inherently not going to look right. Um, Duncan's like, Charlie, I got to hurry the fuck up. Like, come on. What do you, I, I can't, I don't have time to talk to you. Um, so, but he wants to go with Duncan. Duncan says, it's not your fight. Um, and he says, oh no, this is about Xavier St. Cloud. This is about the special ops team. And that's something I know about. It's like, oh, Charlie. <laughs> but he really wants a piece of the action. And Duncan's like, no. He's like, that Xavier St. Cloud, he drives me crazy. <laughs> 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 oh, why don't they just use that line somewhere? They have to. <laughs> you know, it's like, the you gotta right know the there. writers have been wanting to say it. Aww. Um. All right. So we're back. Or, at the... or Xavier Saint Cloud says it. He like looks at uh, <laughs> when he's fighting Duncan. Yeah. He just is like, you know, Duncan McLeod, you drive me crazy. <laughs> I die laughing. Um. So <laughs> I love this. Duncan drops by rope yeah. out of the ceiling and knocks out the two guys, <laughs> and then Charlie just comes in after him. Where? How, where was Charlie? <laughs> no idea. How did Duncan not know he was there. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> <laughs> like he's like he followed him uh, onto the roof and duncan never noticed how how like i really thought we were just gonna have like charlie like running in from outside yeah. somewhere like but now he drops <laughs> it's it's why like didn't, it's like why one didn't we get the kids <laughs> it's like one of those cartoons where the character's sneaking and the person's sneaking yeah. right behind yeah. <laughs> I really, I was like, why didn't we get that camera angle like last episode? (laughs) (laughs) The Charlie camera angle sliding down the rope. Yes. (laughs) So good. (laughs) Um, So Charlie's like, where are they? And I'm like, you didn't, like, Duncan just took them out. They're right there. Yeah, how did you not see it? (laughs) Um, So he tells them that this is, uh, Sorry, Charlie, I told you this is my business, and he knocked Charlie out. <laughs> he really just likes to, like, the fact that Duncan punches so hard with one punch he knocks people out is amazing yeah. to me. <laughs> He's one punch man. Yeah. The amount of brain damage he must have given for oh, yeah. Charlie. Um, so he kind of, like, shoves Charlie off to the side. <laughs> Also, I love that. So these guards that are down there at this desk are there with the bottle of champagne. So I guess like <laughs> it's like, oh, okay, well uh, we get we get the leftovers. Awesome, this is a great day at work. <laughs> and then they immediately um, get their ass kicked. It's like, God, I didn't even get to enjoy my champagne. Aww, yeah, asshole. <laughs> uh, so Xavier's there, and uh, okay, so Duncan's line is different rules, different styles, and Xavier says different strokes for different folks. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I think at 
that point, that might be where I was like, <laughs> yeah. this episode is super quippy. He <laughs> says different been strokes to different folks, and then Charlie goes, I am everyday people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, They fight a bunch. Charlie comes out and watches, and I was like, what the fuck? And uh, then Horton is there, and Duncan is very thrown off by seeing Horton, as you would, yeah. since you thought you killed the guy. And he just shoots Duncan all up in the chest. Yeah. Uh, and then Xavier Shot moves the in for the and kill. And Xavier's like Cloud's to blame. Exactly. Well, really Horton's to blame. Yeah, true. Uh, and Xavier uh, moves in for the kill, and then Charlie runs forward. So Horton shoots up oh. Charlie. How did Charlie survive this far? I don't know. <laughs> Um, I do love that Duncan just falls into the elevator shaft, so that way he can't get behind it. That's great. I wish you'd heard him falling down the elevator shaft going, no! (laughs) Um, God, poor Charlie. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, that was was when I sent you guys the little gif of the, like, what the fuck is happening? Um, but we we skipped over the most important oh. thing in this fight. Oh, oh, um, yeah, we did. Yeah, yeah. All of Duncan's oh, yeah, flips. Yeah. Oh, like, the be- that he's first a real flip was the guy. best flip. Oh, it was so good. And wait, maybe it's not awesome. as good as when he flipped like two or three times from that car yeah. when he didn't have to because that was great. But um, that first no, flip, that's oh, my favorite. So flip. good. <laughs> real flippy guy in this app. I love it. Yeah. Um, what do you think about Xavier just hiding oh, behind so like this thing? I was like. Duncan, like, he's not that thin, and that, <laughs> like, I don't know how you didn't see Xavier there. Mm. Um, but I will say, like, uh, Roland Gift is good with, with the fighting. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. all of this is done really well. I thought both of them are good. It's a good fight. Mm-hmm. Like, even throwing him into, like, those, uh, the, what's it called? <laughs> I want to say the rafters. The pellets? <laughs> Alex, thank you. Like it's not rafters. <laughs> um, when he kicks roll, uh, when he kicks Xavier in the face, I was like, whoa. Yeah. And then, uh, but how the fuck did Xavier get in the van? I d- magic. <laughs> I don't know. Because <laughs> I was like, where is he gonna pop out of, and how? Yeah. Because I didn't understand how any of that happened. I I don't know how he got um, in there, but it was great. Yeah, yeah, it's all fun. And he also has a a burgundy turtleneck. Yeah. When he's gonna like choke out uh, Duncan with his little hand. <laughs> oh, it's so gross. And Duncan's literally like... <laughs> yeah. Jack's got right. bite at you. Um, yeah, so the last thing we see is uh, as Xavier and Horton leave is uh, they just step over Charlie's body, which is just sad. Yeah. I, re- I really um, thought Charlie was dead. I thought Charlie was dead a couple of times. I yeah. think I think Charlie's gonna die in part. Oh no. Okay, well let's let's just skip ahead for a sec. Either he has to die, or he has to actually learn the truth about yeah. Duncan, and and they're gonna have to do something with him. And I just don't think he stays in the show that much. I don't longer. think he's gonna die so now. I just you don't think he'll die in part no. two. Okay. Because I feel like I I don't. Do you think there's story left to tell? (laughs) No, I think he's he's more likely to. I don't think he'll hang around for much longer. But I think he'll probably leave. I don't think he'll be killed off. Do you think then, if he leaves, that he'll find out about Duncan being immortal before then? Mm. Before he leaves, I don't. Or do you think he's gonna leave and never know the truth? I I think he's. I think. 
I think he lives, and I think he finds out, and then there's an episode where he's like, God, oh, that's fucking insane. And then, like, another immortal comes in, and he's like, you know what? Fuck all this weird shit. I'm sick of this. Mm. <laughs> I'm out. I'm out. I'm leaving. Like, I'm tired of getting shot, or, like, weird 500-year-olds having a sword fight <laughs> in my office. Like, I'm out. Goodbye. I, Fuck you. I mean, besides the fact that just saying you're immortal would be insane, yes. If you have to watch 500-year-old men fight with swords, I'd be like, I'm done. Yeah. This yeah. is stupid. You guys, after 500 years, haven't figured out a better way to handle this situation. <laughs> There's rules, Charlie. You don't understand. Is there? Are there? I don't know. I still go back to Duncan killed somebody on holy ground, but okay. Yeah, yeah he did. Well, yeah, he did. Um, I've got questions about this in a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So Delaney comes in and uh, she gets an ambulance. She's why Charlie didn't die in this episode. Mm. Hero. Yeah. Okay. Let's talk about some folks at the hospital. Oh, love it. Hey, Brad. <laughs> Uh, let's see. We've got uh, Dr. Ford, I believe, or the surgeon. I don't know. Maybe Dr. Ford was just on the PA. Yeah. Um, how they... I don't understand why they're telling Duncan anything about Charlie, because he's not family. No, I don't <laughs> get why he gets his, um, Joe's address later. Uh, yeah, well, I don't understand that. He's got a package. He's got a package. He's, hey, lady! <laughs> so hey, stupid. lady, I've got a package! <laughs> Okay, get out of here, you weird weirdo guest. I mean, I will say the HIPAA laws uh, didn't come didn't come about until 1996, so I think. Okay, uh, all right, all right. You know, you can tell anybody anything at this point. <laughs> yeah, but and that's mainly, what happened right here. I this mean... surgeon just really wants is just judgy about everything. <laughs> like I don't know what kind of shade she's throwing, but it's like <laughs> he's lucky to be alive. Like you motherfuckers, you're clearly up to some shit, and I don't like it. Also, just her, like, she just has, like, resting judgment face. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, she's about to judge, judge a bass for having a, having a fake accent for a couple episodes of Nancy Drew that I need to go back and watch. <laughs> I swear I'm not making that up. I'm almost positive. I gotta go. So. Oh, God, I love it. I love All it. Right. Um, Because I was confused when she started having an accent. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> Oh, love Bess. Okay. Um, I just thought the show forgot that this act- actress had to speak with an American accent. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So Delaney shows up and she's like, you were with him, weren't you? <laughs> it's like, all right, Delaney. Um, she's trying to figure out who Duncan works for and Duncan just tells her to go away. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Duncan, what am I going to do says, with I'm you? I'm not in the mood. I have a friend who might be dying in there. Um, and then they're like arguing, and then fucking George comes in. Like, this guy. Like, get out of here. You're fucking. You're a hospital security guard. What are you doing? (laughs) This is a hospital. Thank you. When he comes and tells them, excuse me, this is a hospital. If you want to argue, could you take it somewhere else, please? I had to look him up, and I was like, oh, his name is fucking George. Of course it is. Like, he looks like a fucking George. And like, I don't know what it is, because like, obviously, I agree with him. Yeah. Like, stop yeah, having yeah, a loud yeah, argument crazy. in a hospital. Uh-huh. No, but it's him. It's him. Yeah, it's him. I'm He's like, the problem. <laughs> Fuck off, nerd. <laughs> I'm with 
you, Brad. I also agreed with him, but was so irritated <laughs> with him I didn't care. Yeah. He's, 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 inter- oh my he's interrupting the episode, the plot. Please, <sighs> everyone, can I direct you to his IMDb photo? <laughs> oh, oh, God. No. JB Bivens, by the way, is his name. Yeah. <laughs> oh, JB Bivens. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> Sorry, his picture. Him being like, what? What? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Uh, so again, good. I mean, I guess he was in uh, things. <laughs> yeah, he was in the pilot of the X Files. What? Yeah, I was gonna say he was in a couple X Files episodes. Uh, is he? He's not Mustache Man, obviously. No, no. no. Clearly the love, not. the love of our you. lives. <laughs> dare you? Mm. He's ma- he mostly plays security guards. <laughs> what a weird, what a weird niche. Mm. Okay, wait a second. <laughs> he comes back in Highlander for another episode, not on Holy Alliance 2, but in another episode as George. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, like, all right, we're on George Please, Watch now. I hope George. it's a different George. They just couldn't think of another name for this. No, I want, to be such the a same. I want to be the same guy. Oh, amazing. Official George Watch. Fourth episode uh, of season B. All right. Well. Wow. Let's let's keep it in mind when we get when we get there. <laughs> we'll try and remember. We'll try, I mean, I'm sure he's gonna stand out. Like I just <laughs> never forget JB Bivens. I just hope huh? that in everything he's cast in, he plays someone called George, and it's the same George. It's just this George <laughs> having adventures. I mean, I'm going to assume because most of the characters he plays are security guard, security yeah. guard, a cop. Wow. De- deputy. Yeah. Sergeant. Yeah. Oh, he's moving up in the world. <laughs> FBI agent at some point. Guard number one. Mm. Uh, FBI SWAT team leader. Congratulations, Medusa's (laughs) child. He's made it. Oh my god. The Deputy Secretary of Defense, which even that guy doesn't get a name. It's just the title, (laughs) Deputy Secretary of Defense. Nice. Oh, oh that's, my that's God. into the dead zone which i i just found out last week the tv show the dead zone i never watched mm-hmm. it i didn't realize it was a tv show a uh, remake of the christopher walken yeah. movie the dead zone yeah. Ne- yeah i never i never connected it's, uh, it. i mean it's such a generic name anthony but... michael hall in the yeah christopher walken thing and i think the evil president huh. is like sean patrick flannery nice the martin sheen one i've never seen it but i like the movie the yeah. dead zone it's great yeah great movie yeah when i was in i don't know i was very young and i my mom had got me the book dead zone or maybe she had them already or whatever and i just remember trying to read that book like three times and getting so bored i just kept well because it says stephen king book <laughs> yeah yeah pretty is much it? And, oh, I, I think it is yeah isn't oh it? yeah yeah i like it yeah. less now yeah i'm almost positive well, it's it a good sense. movie yeah. yeah it's christopher walken yeah um, uh, did you guys right. see that in the film I'll Be Home for Christmas, he played Porter Potty Santa? Oh no. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, I no. don't want to know what uh, what a Porter Potty Santa <laughs> is. Yeah, no, no thank you. No, he thank was in you. the Millennium as well. As Porter Potty Santa, strangely enough. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing. <laughs> Um, all right, so we are in the hospital ICU. Duncan is like over Charlie, just watching over him. Oh, sorry. In the film My Son Johnny, his character was called FBI Man. Just FBI Man. <laughs> just FBI like agent. Just... FBI Man. No, no. He's just characters, too. Like, he doesn't get names. Nope. All right, so uh, Charlie makes up, wakes up, and says, We're dead. 
<laughs> and uh, Duncan says, do I look like an angel to you, Charlie? We're live. Both and then us. he kisses him. Yeah. Am I the angel you've been looking for, Aww. Charlie? Um, and Charlie's like, you know I'm a half okay. Italian. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, he would. That's amore. He would say that. <laughs> Um, Duncan tries to act like, no, no, we're both fine. Sure, we both got shot. I'm fine. You're fine. Everyone's fine. <laughs> <laughs> like, why didn't Duncan just say, like, I don't know. He was wearing Kevlar or something. Yeah. Like, he could have said anything, really. Because he's a terrible liar. But instead he said, it's hard to explain. And I'm like, well, because you're terrible at this. That's why. Yeah. And he tells him, oh, this is my favorite thing. Because he says, uh, don't say it's nothing. I want you to tell me before I die. And Duncan says, you're not going to die, Charlie. <laughs> Charlie dies. And Charlie just <laughs> fucking amazing. closes his eyes. It is it's like, the best. It's, it's like amazing. he does it to be a bitch. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <Poor> yeah. <laughs> Dying to to get one over on your friend. That's the way to go. That's like some power spite moves. Um, and I just, I really, I mean, granted, we we know, you know, after this, we know that he's not dead, but like, I wanted that to be Charlie's death yes. so bad. Yeah. Like, I so just good. wanted him to die just like that, just by closing his eyes, <laughs> like he's about to blink oh. and then not reopening. <laughs> so and I was like, that'd be the best fucking <laughs> way. <week." laughs> Duncan's uh. just like, you're not gonna die. And he's like, oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I I, I want to uh, die via spite. <laughs> like that sounds like the way to go. Seriously, um, but yeah, I could not stop laughing. It was so funny. Yeah, uh, it's so crazy. I will say, like, uh, hey Duncan, here's 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 how you cloak this one out. You say, yeah, I was wearing a bulletproof vest, you idiot. Yeah, wrong with you. Yeah. Case closed. Done. Yeah. Done. You shouldn't have followed me. I was wearing a bulletproof vest. You weren't. Yeah. I don't. I don't know why this wasn't so easy to just cover up or not. Like, just tell him then, Duncan. Like, you know, like this. You you are now putting this guy's life mm-hmm. on the line pretty regularly. Like, no. maybe he. You should tell him or tell him to move. Like, do a Harry and the Hendersons. <laughs> Get out of here, Charlie. Out here. Nobody wants you here anymore. <laughs> One of the two. <laughs> don't you understand? We don't want you. Take your dog and get out of here. Oh, God, I want John Lithgow to play an immortal. Oh, oh that would I be I don't good. think I've ever wanted anything more in the show than John Lithgow as an immortal. Oh, Okay, okay, okay. New Highlander movie, John Lithgow is Ramirez. Yes! Oh, oh fuck, that would be amazing. Same costume, same costume. Absolutely. Well, always the same costume, oh. always. Oh, I am Ramirez. <laughs> I mean, tell me why it couldn't happen. <laughs> I'm one village. Oh. It's so funny. Be so, so good. Funny. Um, all right. But well, let's try and stick to what we've got though. Let's try and stick to what we do have. Uh so um now we're in the hospital chapel. <laughs> And Duncan is just like, I think Duncan just needed to find a place like quiet and away from people and away from George. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and Delaney's there. She tells like a sad sack story, which is, I prayed for someone once. I prayed for days. It didn't work. <laughs> Guess no one was listening. <laughs> I was like, why are you telling that somebody whose like, friend is like dead and not dead? Look. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
And uh, Duncan says, like, this, you know, he works in mysterious ways, his wonders to perform. And he says, that's the why part. Hopefully someday you get to understand. And Delaney says, if I live for 400 years. And I was like, wait, does she know? Yeah, that's what I thought. I was like, uh, yeah, I was very confused yeah. for a second. Yeah. And he just says, sometimes it takes longer than that. So she just, like, arbitrarily picked mm-hmm. 400 mm-hmm. years. Um Delaney says, what do I do with you, McLeod? And then they make out and have sex like right there. Seriously, such a weird line. Everyone is going to fuck Adrian Paul in this episode. Including me, John Lithgow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, 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 Duncan McLeod. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, why? Why? Why does it not happen? That's the question. (laughs) I just want John Lithgow and everything. Like, just think. Think of a show and then think how much better it would be if John Lithgow was in it. Everything. Everything. Um, like, X-Files. John Lithgow as Scully. Instantly. Better show. John Lithgow's Mulder. John Lithgow's oh, yeah. both of them. Best show ever. <laughs> and at this point, this is only 37 minutes into this episode, and we have so much more storyline to go. Yeah. Like, this episode is so packed with yeah, shit. Yeah, this is a dense <laughs> Like, episode. I know we complain about, like, how thin some of these episodes are because they are Mm -hmm. but this one is like oh my god there's just so much going on um all right we got judgy surgeon (laughs) again she said that they removed two bullets from his chest cavity but there's still one lodged near his spine and he was going into cardiac arrest so we had to close him up um and they'll know in a day or two like how he's if he's gonna make it i guess and like make it, what she's saying is so like normal, but it's still so oh, yeah. judgy. Like I'm like, oh, yeah. what is her story? Like it's like it's Duncan's fault. <laughs> yeah, or it's Charlie's fault that he's there. Um, Duncan says, uh, or sorry, Joe is there. And jo- okay, go ahead. I, Joe, the most this is the most casual Joe. Like wearing these fucking like shitty <laughs> jeans and a white yeah. t-shirt, but throws a blazer on immediately. Classy. Mm-hmm. I fucking love it. <laughs> like, I want to live that I will blazer say, life. Even even with the blazer this is his shittiest look absolutely (laughs) those dad jeans oh it's awful it's It's awful but like the like the blazer allows him to go out in public (laughs) and i i appreciate and respect it by the way guys i've decided which role in the highlander series i'd want john lithgow to play (laughs) i'd want him to be richie and wear a little (laughs) 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 wear a little hat with a helicopter oh my god (laughs) <laughs> exact same wardrobe <laughs> oh oh, be oh so my good. god oh i just need to see john Lithgow <laughs> having a quickening <laughs> <laughs> he'd be so oh good at it god. he would do such a good job um all right so joe shows up uh he says oh i heard about charlie and duncan automatically is like you don't get to say his fucking name you're the reason he's here we're breaking up (laughs) yeah and he tells joe that you that uh you set uh me up the mercenaries were there and so was horton and he says joe (laughs) yeah (laughs) and joe says that's impossible you know horton's dead and he says he wasn't last night and uh and joe tells him lies straight to duncan's face he's dead and buried i was like because at this point i could still be like well maybe joe doesn't know yeah so when i find out later that he fucking knows Mm. i'm so pissed Mm -hmm. but i'm so 
I, like, and we, I don't know. We'll get there. But yeah. did we say he, he didn't know until Duncan said something? When did he know? He, he didn't know the whole time. No, he, no, yeah. he, took, he took Horton to the hospital. Yeah. He's known oh, that's the entire right. He didn't time. know that, that Horton was around until Duncan yeah, mentioned him. he didn't know him. that Horton yeah. was back in town. Yeah. Right, but he right, definitely right. knew that Horton was alive. Yeah. That's right. Um, okay. And then we get this crazy flashback to the fucking cemetery. Because now, now that we know at the end, you know, by the end of this episode, we know that Joe has known this whole fucking uh, time. The yeah. fact that he set up this family crypt shit and, like, had Duncan there That's to be like, we buried him. So, I don't know. It's Obviously, a- this is a real cemetery, right? So, I don't know if they just put in extra tombstones to be props. Did you guys see this fakey fake tombstone in the in the flashback that's next to Duncan and it's not a tombstone it says on it London and then underneath 50 and I reckon it says under that miles and it's some kind of like thing saying London 50 miles this way and they stuck it there as a tombstone because why would a tombstone Weird. say London 50 on it it's insane <laughs> it's someone's name oh, yeah but it would have the date <laughs> like it would be like you don't just have no, they just said London was 50 when, he, <laughs> when she died <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Can you see it, Brad? It's like, what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, yeah, hold on. I just... Yeah, it's I'm trying to find... 3744. Oh, yeah. yeah. 150. I, yeah, I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's so weird. Yeah, and the um, the cemetery is Mountain View Cemetery. Just so you, so you know. I mean, there there's definitely... It's a real cemetery, but yeah, that's a fakey fake sign. There's no... I mean, what mm-hmm. is... Otherwise, what is that? London 50. Yeah. Really Uh-oh. strange. You can see the, the that mausoleum on Google Maps. <laughs> Oh. Ooh. <laughs> this transcript page is so fucking weird. <laughs> Sometimes I don't know if I want to know all this information and then be able to see this place. All right. So, so yeah. So, like, at this point, again, Joe was sticking to the story that he's dead and, like, hey, Duncan, you fucking know he's dead because, you know, here's the flashback of the cemetery. So, when I'm watching it, I'm like, oh, so he must not know that Horton's alive. So, that's weird. So, the fact that nope. now we know that Joe knew this whole fucking time and they did this whole yeah. fake cemetery whatever thing is, like, insane to me it's so his pants are almost certainly on fire uh, obviously i mean it's very uncomfortable to watch that his pants are on fire (laughs) (laughs) but he can't feel that his pants are on fire because he's got metal legs and you know who gets the show back up in this scene (laughs) fucking george get out of here (laughs) (laughs) what's going on get out of here george okay i will but i'll be back in season three <laughs> and of course, George is there to just be like, Mr. Dawson, is everything okay? It's like, get away from fucking Joe. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And then I guess Joe is there to see Dr. Crane's. So I don't know what time of day or night this is. Because <laughs> for some reason, I just thought it was the evening, but I guess it could be the next day. Mm. So Joe was actually there to see a doctor, <laughs> I guess. It feels like it should be yeah. evening or in the middle of the night, yeah. you know? Um, and he, uh, he asked George, can you walk me to my car? <laughs> George is like, would be my pleasure. Oh, it would be an honor, sir. Get <laughs> out of here. You in this George way. is the ex. Oh, George, you're the fucking worst. I hate you so much. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> and he's like not doing anything. No. And I still hate him. This, he puts off a he's, vibe that like. Yeah, he's 
being completely reasonable. He sees this old man <laughs> with a cane getting threatened. So he's just checking in on him. And I'm just like, I fucking hate you, George. <laughs> All the George is seeing is like Duncan. He knows that Duncan's friend was involved in some sort of shootout. Then he yeah. sees Duncan yelling at a woman. <laughs> then he sees him yelling at a man with a cane. <laughs> And he just keeps trying to intervene, and we hate him for it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck you, George. Ugh, All right, trash. <laughs> so we're at the D- Dawson family crypt, uh, <laughs> where you know it's normal. Someone just brings sledgehammer to crypt. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, what if someone You're were like tummy. visiting a loved one's grave? I just, I just so ridiculous. Um. So you've got James Horton, uh, and then you've got David E. Dawson. <laughs> Dawson's and the Hortons together at last. Hmm. And then you got Mary Horton, and then uh, you've got uh, Duncan taken down, <laughs> taking down the Horton thing to yeah, try and Horton's see back. if he's back there. Are you hmm. back there, dead body? Clearly, he's not going to be. You saw him. Yeah, you <laughs> know he's not dead. What are you looking for? <laughs> Do you think he has an evil twin? <laughs> What's happening? <laughs> like, does he think after Joe told him he's definitely dead do you think like duncan's like did i see a ghost <laughs> did a ghost maybe, shoot at me <laughs> maybe he's looking to see if the the coffin has been like broken <sighs> open and the tomb and everything it's... because you know maybe he thinks he's a zombie horton does have a very bizarre line that i'm like i don't understand what this means so all right so horton comes in i don't understand tells... how he bashes the the crypt because he keeps hitting the nameplate which i'm yeah. like mm-hmm. that's that's a we hit the stone what are you doing yeah i very and then it just all like breaks in like one like cover it's almost people. like it's fake yeah it's <laughs> almost, like the entire thing just like very bad very bad um and i like the way that they're interspersing the flashbacks of horton dying mm-hmm. in with with duncan hitting yeah. the the thing mm-hmm. that's again i feel like this episode did a really good job with flashbacks and i'm gonna i'm gonna call it out because we give them yeah. shit for the times that they give no, terrible this flashbacks, is a tight episode so. with a lot so of backstory crazy. and they get it all in yeah i don't know how i really don't know how like we've seen the thin episodes i don't know how they're getting everything in this episode seriously so, good on them um so so Horton comes in. He t- he tells Duncan he's very predictable. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Duncan's like, oh, yeah, and then he just grabs him and kisses him. And he's like, didn't see that coming, yeah. did ya? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, see it coming with everybody in this episode. Uh, Duncan says he thinks it's about time he joined the rest of his family. And he raises a sledgehammer like he's going to fucking kill Horton. And um, he says that, oh, you can't kill on holy ground. So can they just not kill anybody on holy apparently. ground? Not just other immortals? I thought it was just immortals, but apparently yeah. it's anyone. And then um, Duncan says, does it make you feel important, Horton, powerful? Is that what this is all about? Uh, he's, just just grab him says, by the scruff of his neck and carry yeah. him off holy ground. Mm-hmm. Like, that's the thing. I don't understand. And he, uh, he says that, you know, of course, he's going back to this whole thing. The immortals are an abomination, blah, blah, blah. And he says, what does that make you? And Horton says, um, this is the line that I was like, what? He says, I'm the man you can't kill. And I was like, why not? Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, he can't kill you right now, I guess theoretically on holy ground even though he has killed on holy ground and also you're working with somebody who doesn't follow 
follow any rules, yeah. so I don't. So, but yeah, I thought that line was very odd, and I was like, I don't know what that means. It doesn't, it's, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> like, are we sure Horton's not a ghost? <laughs> I hope he's a ghost. <laughs> um, and see, so he tells, he gets, it gets dark. He tells Duncan, oh, you're not going to kill me with your sword. You'd want, you're the type that would want to kill me with your bare hands. It's like, hey. Um, and then we find out that he told Xavier that he would be the last immortal if he worked with him. Um, but obviously Horton doesn't plan on keeping that promise either. Mm. Um, Duncan says, what about Dawson? How much does he know? And Horton just says, we're family. And then he Aww. locks Duncan into the, in the crypt. Oh, the way he just runs is oh, so it's, funny. It's great. <laughs> He's just like, Gee! <laughs> Wee! <laughs> so I feel like Horton's lines are very bizarre, mm-hmm. and I don't understand them. And I really don't understand this whole thing. Like, you can't kill mortals on holy ground either. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like that's very new. And, um, all right, back to the hospital. Uh, we've got a very helpful nurse <laughs> and supervisor lady. It's great. <laughs> who gives. It just gives out people's addresses, uh, patients' addresses. By the way, <laughs> I, I just am yeah, like, she's what just the like, yeah, is the ima- this? Uh, this makes no sense. It makes no sense. Like I, I went back to reread <clears throat> the script because I was like, does he? Does, am I missing something? Hmm. He's, he's, like, he's, he's got understand. a delivery for him. Uh, he's the address, obviously. Come on, yeah, give me. Yeah. Like, go to the fucking postal service. Like, what are you talking about? Why are you... <laughs> I don't understand. Um, and this lady definitely thinks Duncan is sketch. Yeah. She still gives him the address. Well, he's so dreamy. I guess. Like, just looks it up right away. Um, but I love the fact that this is how we also realize, like, Duncan has never been to Joe's place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we've had confirmation. I mean, I know we late. haven't seen it, but, you know... It, w- it also wouldn't have surprised me if, like, we just find out conversationally that he's been to Joe's place. Mm. Um, all right. So he's at Joe's house. Uh, and then he watches Joe get into his car and drive away. So he follows him. And then Joe is on a small dock and gets on a boat called the Night Owl. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know why this then... made me laugh so much. This is just such a goofy scene. Yeah, because Duncan running for the boat. Well, and... Because it seems like he's not that far away for a long no. time. And then all of a sudden he is like forever away. It's like, oh, he never had a chance. No, not at all. Um, Did he stop yeah, to tie his like... shoe? Like, what happened? So, yeah, and, and like, Horton is like, no big deal. He's like, yeah, we, you know, because he can see how far off, I guess, Duncan mm-hmm. is. And so he just, he takes off and, um, you know, and Joe's looking at him and <laughs> Duncan's looking back at them and it's not good. It's not good. Uh-uh. Uh, and then Delaney pops out of nowhere. <laughs> <laughs> so how, great. What? Yeah. Where did she come from? I Where did she go? She was she was clearly closer to the boat than Duncan was. <laughs> <laughs> um, she asks who they are, and Duncan's just like, "No one, nobody." <laughs> um, and she, she says, "I got army intelligence computers," and I'm like, "Oh, I need Duncan on a computer." <laughs> I just need old man Duncan on a computer. Um, and she says, every time I get somewhere, you're always one step ahead of me. What's going on? Who are you? What am I going to do with you? Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so she's she's trying to, like, you know, really weasel in. And he's like, look what happened to my friend. So you might want to, like, go away. <laughs> um. Yeah, and he just closes the door on her and drives away. And he tells her, don't follow me again. Although yep. it made it sound like she didn't follow him. They just ended up at the same place, yeah. but okay. Um, 
I mean, she's nowhere near as annoying as Randy. No, 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 no not at all. And I could see her being on the show for a little bit. Although, yeah. um, I didn't read this in Rusty's reviews, but he did mention, he's like, okay, he goes, maybe this is like she's being set up as the next whatever. Because he goes, we had Randy, then we had like all the police officers, mm-hmm. and then we had the mm-hmm. French police. Uh, you know, we've, we've typically, for the most part, like had all these people like <gasps> starting to figure out that Duncan mm-hmm. wasn't immortal. So is this like just the next person in line to figure this out? And I feel like at least like military intelligence, there's like a level of yeah. of usefulness there. Yeah. 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 Um, all right. This last scene it, with Duncan and Joe, I think is pretty rough. When they break up. When they do their breakup. Yeah. yeah. Um, Duncan's just fucking waiting at Joe's house. Like how did Joe not realize Duncan was going to be waiting for him? Oh, I think he knew. He knew. <laughs> he knew. <laughs> um, yeah, he, he tells him, uh, bigger question know, is just, why is it like a boat's got a dock somewhere? Either it's coming back to that same dock or it's going to a different dock. Like, does Duncan not have enough people that he could just like, hey, can everyone just kind of stake out a dock for me and I'll, yeah, I'll, yeah. then I'll get Horton? <laughs> like, cause that's the goal. I don't know. I mean, it seems like Duncan is like, like, I think this episode in particular is like pushing the fact, and after Richie left, especially, like, that mm. Duncan is truly like on his own. Yeah. Yeah. Like, cause at least when he had Richie and Tessa, like, it's almost like it was Duncan and crew. Mm-hmm. And now it seems like they're really kind of forcing the Duncan yeah. being by himself. Cause he's got Charlie, but Charlie doesn't know. Yeah. No. Yeah. So he doesn't really yeah. have Charlie. And I mean, if anything, he's definitely going to get Charlie killed if charlie yeah. doesn't leave the show yeah um and and you know so it's possible they might set delaney up for a little bit as that person but i don't remember her so i don't yeah i think no, she'll yeah. stick around yeah um all right so uh joe says yeah he surprised all of us but i made sure he was uh through with the watchers so like he doesn't have anything to do with us like really and it's like joe come on get out <laughs> yeah. of here it's like you didn't know he had a side group. Like, I don't. He's I don't done understand. nothing but lie to you. Yeah. Yeah. Um. And he said that uh, you know, that he saved him, but he was an outcast, so he wasn't allowed to talk to anybody. And I'm like, you just sent him out of the country. Like that's not an outcast. Yeah. <laughs> like he he basically got a paid vacation. <laughs> um. But he tell, told Duncan he didn't tell him because he knew he'd kill him. And this is where that line of, well, how many bodies right. has to stack up or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And he goes, I've known the man for 25 years. He's my sister's husband. It's like, so the fuck what? Yeah, exactly. So uh, also yeah, like a uh, crazy murderer. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he says, I'll, I'll tell you why he came back to kill a mort- to kill immortals. Horton buys mercenaries and Xavier takes the heads. And D- Joe says, I swear, McLeod, I didn't know. It's like, how did you not know? Like his MO was all over. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's- I get it if you didn't know yeah. until last week. <laughs> like, yeah. But like, he acts like I didn't know. Like, I, I, I didn't understand until right now. Yeah. Mm. But he knew. But he knew yeah, all along. But he knows. And, yeah, he knows somebody's helping. Uh, Saint Cloud, um, kill immortals. So, like, and then, he's, and then Horton's back. So clearly, yeah. Like it's, 
It all adds like yeah. adds up super quick. Super two and quick. two equals four. <laughs> right, real fast, real fast. Um, and Duncan tells him his last lines in this episode are, "And what would you have done if you did?" Because Joe had said he didn't know, and he goes, "And Joe has no answer for him." Mm-hmm. And he says, "Next time, I next time I see you will be the last." Yeah, don't say that. That's cool. <laughs> well, I was like, "Shit, that's a that's a threat. That's yeah. a threat." Um, and that's how the episode ends. I was like, yeah, Whoa. it's crazy. <laughs> the episode ends with a breakup. Yeah, and it ends with and a to be continued. Bah, bah, bah. Yeah, and then what it I freezes on like... Joe, and then Joe looks at the at the camera and has thriller eyes. <laughs> because, like, really, like, I mean, it's shocking that there's not, like, a big action cliffhanger on this. Yeah. Like, it's just, like, D- Duncan and Joe break up. It's, like... <laughs> it's an emotional cliffhanger. Yeah. <laughs> it's real wild. It's, I mean, it's great. I love it. But, yeah, like, yeah. I, but I feel like, also, like, the show has not done enough with Joe to really make this... You know, they haven't used him enough to really no, make this as... No, and, and, you know, in some ways, like, I'm actually surprised it didn't end... Well, I guess I'm not surprised it didn't end with, like, Duncan killing Joe, because, like, Dun- that's just not his character necessarily. No. But um, Duncan has not trusted Joe up until this point. He was just mm-hmm. starting to slowly trust yeah. him. Yeah. But even that thing with Barton earlier in the episode, Duncan is like, what the fuck? Yeah, they haven't, you know, so, like, they haven't had enough trust for this to hit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But it did. Aww. It did hit. <laughs> hit me in the face. I was like, oh my goodness. That's but I but I feel like that's only because I love Joe so much. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. I vaguely remember liking him on the show. I don't think because of anything that's really happened yet. No, I mean, but that that's the thing too of why I was like, I don't think I'm really supposed to like hate hate Joe, but I kinda hate him like in this episode. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? And then again, like realizing he knew this mm-hmm. whole time, like everything else he's done up till now, he's known this whole time Horton's been alive. And he's just been lying to Duncan forever. Yeah. And he was like buddy buddy with George. Like, we can't let that yeah, go either. Get the fuck out of here, George. <laughs> <laughs> You're fired. Get out of here. I want you out of this hospital. Out of this shady ass hospital. (laughs) Um, All right. So that's the episode. Part one. Best dress, worst dress. Joe. Joe. Best dress. (laughs) Best outfit. Which one of Joe's Joe's looks? First one. Um, I the, yeah the one the one with the uh, the burgundy um, yeah turtleneck. yeah okay yeah yeah what's the worst dress I'm gonna say Charlie with the sweatshirt that could have been a yeah. that should have been a sweater and it what I'm just it just makes me angry that they could have made it a sweater because that color looks so good on him I also I the, the stripe one that he's wearing um early on is bad too Ugh, why they gotta make Charlie look so bad and the green and the green sweatshirt that he's wearing like God they're all bad. Closely followed by um, you know what? Little Frilly I'm Boy in the flashback. Uh, <laughs> no, I love Frilly Boy. It's oh. terrible, but also <laughs> it's perfect for that scene. <laughs> um, you know what? I'm going to say Charlie in that stripe one, the stripe sweatshirt thing, because he's out in public at a museum in that. Yeah. And that's, that's not good. At least the other times mm. he's like in the dojo, so I guess whatever. But this mm. is not appropriate. Uh-uh. <laughs> um, all right. Who won and who lost? So many people <sighs> broke up with Duncan today. I feel like Duncan lost. lost. Yeah. Like, I think Duncan Charlie, lost but too. I feel- oh, Charlie. Duncan- yeah, Charlie. Yeah. Charlie got shot. Sure. He was someplace he shouldn't have been. <laughs> I yeah. feel like Duncan lost because he's like seeing everyone in his life. Yeah. yeah. It's an emotional loss more than a physical one. 
<laughs> yeah. <Stewart show. laughs> True. Who won? Who? Yeah, who won? Um, Renee. She's now found uh, a new person. She just doesn't know what to do with them. <laughs> I can't no, get over that line. Sorry, that was just the goofiest line in this episode. Renee can't win because, like, her her no. she went to this elaborate scheme to get Duncan. Like, but then, like, it, he he was already yeah, on. Yeah, he, yeah, he knew the whole time. Um, I I don't know. Uh, uh, maybe Horton? Horton. Yeah, oh, yeah. Horton. I think Horton. Oh, goddamn Horton. Horton, who we all thought as was long as dead. It wasn't George. Oh, it's no, certainly not George. George. No, no. Um, all right. Well, guys, I am excited if you guys want to tell me what happens next time. Yes. Next week is, uh, what's it called? Unholy Alliance Part 2. Renee and Duncan are attracted to each other, but both, both, duh. <laughs> duh. <laughs> but both are more interested in finding their quarry. Uh, it says whether Charlie recovers. Do you want me to say? <laughs> I've read it. Uh, well, I mean, I'm I'm looking at okay. it, so I guess you okay. can say. <laughs> Charlie recovers in the hospital from his gunshot wounds. Joe is torn between his loyalty. But then dies immediately. Then after. dies immediately. <laughs> Out of spite. That's what it says here. <laughs> Joe is torn between loyalty to family. God, it's just your brother-in-law. Like, who gives a fuck? And his fr- oh. <laughs> and his friendship for Duncan. Nevertheless, he decides to tell Duncan where Horton and Saint Cloud are hiding. Oh, okay. and I'm not going to okay. read the last bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Don't don't read the whole thing because that's already wrong. Um, but mine has a great added. Okay, I gotta read this. It's wonderful. Um, <clears throat> as Charlie regains his strength, McCloud accepts help from Dawson one last time and barely misses catching Xavier and Horton. <laughs> he then follows their trail to Paris, yeah. accompanied by the persistent Renee Delaney. They track down Horton um, when he almost escapes. Uh, blah 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 blah. McCloud, um, um, with the help of his humorous new neighbor Maurice. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> Maurice, the humorous new neighbor, um, tracks down Xavier. Uh, whatever. Um, wow. That's all. I cannot wait to read. Uh, uh, I can't wait to meet a humorous new neighbor Maurice. <laughs> Oh my god. I am so excited. The wow. help of this humorous new neighbor Maurice. Wow. Is this like in Paris? Like in- I guess. It's gotta be. And, which, you know, I was wondering if we were going to end up back in Paris just because of the production of yeah. the show. And it's a French actor playing Maurice. I just checked. Ah, okay. Yeah. So maybe this. Maybe we're doing a little bit of a time jump. Because mm. yeah. Charlie regaining his strength, maybe it's a... Uh... Oh, I just saw someone in the next episode, and I'm like, oh, that's exciting. I won't say who. Uh, oh. All right. All right. Oh. I'll be, I'll be uh, sneaky. Yeah. All right. Well, then, um, I'm excited to watch this next episode, so... And see how this plays out. Um, and I'm excited to figure out what the fuck happens, Charlie. Mm. Because I just... There's only so many places they can go with that character, and they clearly don't know how to write for him at all, so... <laughs> so, that's why they can't keep him on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Um, and then whenever Charlie's out, I assume that's when Richie's back in. <laughs> <laughs> yep. I think Charlie's gonna. Well, I don't know if he's gonna leave now because we now know that Duncan goes yeah. to Paris. So I think by the time Duncan gets back from Paris, it's just Charlie's not in the picture anymore. You know, yeah. he, they're just he's yeah, just gonna ghost ghost him. <laughs> gonna do the fade away yeah D- duncan shows back up to the jo- dojo and it's been closed for months because charlie left <laughs> Aww, all right well anything else for this episode otherwise that's it 
Uh, yeah. All right. <laughs> We're Case out closed, then. fuck off. Oh, wrong podcast. <laughs> 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 All right, guys. Bye. Bye. I think we can say that the three of us are truly an unholy alliance. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via notscott at reactionary-sass.com on facebook.com slash groups slash notscott and at notquitescott on Twitter. Call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.